What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for your sports needs. Um, definitely sports needs. This weekend, one of the greatest sports weekends in history, one of the greatest content weekends in history. I mean, it was jam-packed. We're going to get to all that in a minute. But first, I got to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Okay, you guys should know by now, if you're a new listener and don't, that you uh, should never be shaving your body or pubic areas with the same razor or trimmer that you use on your face. That is completely reasonable. That being said... If you have done it in the past, don't feel guilty. I've done it uh, not only with my razor, but with Alex's. I did it. So I have shaved my face with Alex's ball razor. and Very factual. And, and, and furthermore, I have cut my face. Oh my God. So that means if you've cut your balls with that razor, I've cut my face. I have whatever your balls have. Just to let you know, that will never happen to either of <laughs> us again, okay? Because Brothers. we both have Manscaped, all right, especially the Lawnmower 2.0 trimmer with skin safe technology for a smooth shave every time, everywhere. I take it with me on the road. It has a great little travel case. Uh, I wish I brought the travel case. What are those things called that you put all your like uh, toiletries? Yes, toiletry a toiletry bag. bag. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great little toiletry bag. Um, I mean, they have this cool shaving mat as well. Obviously, I don't take down the road, but instead of hovering over the toilet and you're trying to get all your pubic hair into the toilet as you shave it off of your balls, they go right onto this little mat. Then you can just wash that mat. I'm just telling you guys, don't play around. Have your balls looking nice. It's summer. It's summer. In winter, you get away with that wolf. In summer, you want it to be clean. You want to look like Varys. It's going to be all <laughs> Game of Thrones references this whole episode. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Anyway, manscaped.com. Okay, use the offer code FLAGRANT and get 20% off plus free shipping. Okay, these guys are shipping the shit to you for free. Again, go to manscaped.com. Use the code FLAGRANT. Save some money. Get free shipping on anything you guys want and need. After you purchase something, let everyone know the army is strong. Okay, leave a review showing the world that we keep it tight over here, especially in our nether regions. Manscaped.com. Offer code FLAGRANT. Now, let's start the show. I'm here with Akash Singh, Real Life Cast, yes, Alex sir. Media, Edin. It's been an exceptional... What's that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's been an exceptional, exceptional content uh, weekend. Uh, we've had, let's see, we've had the playoffs. The NBA playoffs have started. Sports mm -hmm. has officially started. My interest is now peaked with basketball. I have to be honest with you. My interest in watching games towards the end of the season waned seriously. Maybe yeah. it's because the Knicks were trash. Maybe it's that I didn't have a, maybe it's because, you know, the Lakers were trash. You know, I usually like the Knicks, and then I follow LeBron. And I just didn't have any horses in the race. There was even, no, the, even the good teams kind of turn it off a little bit too. Like for the there's last no month. interesting storylines. No, nothing to sink your teeth into during yeah. the regular season, except the Lakers caving, which I don't think anybody thought they were going to be good anyway. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going. I thought we all thought they were. I thought gonna they were going to be good first first half of the right. season. I thought that I thought, thought they'd make the playoffs. You thought they would make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, like, since I didn't expect them to really contend, mm. I was like, all right. So they went from being a Four or five seed to not make to not the playoffs. Yeah. All right, whatever. Fair. Losing in the playoffs is the same as making the playoffs. Them being yeah. terrible is one thing, but the the spectacular implosion right. of the Lakers is what's been like the only yeah. end of the season storyline for the NBA. I'm going to put this out here right now. LeBron is on the trading block next year. I, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think Who you're wrong. 
called this. You said idea. this? Yes. When did you say yes. this? Yes, during the Anthony Davis thing. Yeah. I was like, yo, I like the oh, Lakers. Oh, we talked about this. Pieces. You should trade LeBron. I was like, yo, why wouldn't you just trade LeBron for Anthony Davis straight up? Like, who says no? On a Patreon app. We talked yeah. about this. Uh, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> look. Like, oh, all right, if you said it first, you said it first. I, I, I would not be shocked, and I'll give you credit for it, Kat. I would not be shocked. The guy's 34. 34 years old. 34 years old. He's got two more guaranteed years left, and then an option. Great contract. <laughs> phenomenal, great contract. phenomenal contract. He has to play those two years. Mm-hmm. He's coming back from injury, so you know he's healthy. He's had the whole summer to rest. You get healthy peak LeBron for at least one year, yeah. and then you have slightly declined Le- LeBron for another year after that. This is... You literally can get anybody you want in the league. This is a conversation that I've had with people, and there's been mixed reviews on this. I think you can trade LeBron straight up for any player in the league. Absolutely. Even Giannis. Giannis. I don't think you get I Giannis. I think you get Giannis. I don't think, no. I, I don't think they get Giannis. Giannis is better right now. Yeah. Why would the Bucks make that trade? No, yeah. I don't think he's better. Right now? I think Giannis is better this year. I think I think that he's he has... Physical advantages over Le- Le- LeBron, which are minimal, but he I'm has. To say, them. How many people could say that though? No, 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 not a lot. I don't <laughs> yeah. deny that, but LeBron's IQ and experience is unmatched by any player in the mm-hmm. league. So it's like, if I'm Milwaukee and I think I got the team to do it this year, put it this way: if you take LeBron, and you put him in Milwaukee right now. Oh, interesting. Do they contend? I don't know. Healthy LeBron last year, yes, but this year no, no. Healthy LeBron, healthy LeBron yeah. Yeah. this year. Oh yeah, they contend in the East. Absolutely, I think they make it out of the East easy. I, I think the East, and I think that they give Golden State problems. Their their issues. They have guys that can hoop. It's a better team than Cleveland. It's a better team than Cleveland. Even the, even the better even the better question is. What does Giannis do for the Lakers? <laughs> like, does he take what LeBron and them couldn't make work? Yes. and make that work. You think yes? Yes. Wh- go. Why? I think LeBron wasn't as fun to play with as people thought he would be. I think LeBron was brought a lot of drama with him. I don't think Kevin Durant is wrong in that he doesn't necessarily <laughs> he, mean he for it to be toxic, right. Right. but it's toxic no. around LeBron. No, you're right. Can I ask you this question? Right. 25% yeah. of the way through his contract. Right. Is this the... <laughs> <laughs> go, go what? Go on. Wait, y'all don't need a banana like that? You just uh, kiss it up and down before you start eating it? I don't know. I never... Wait, do you think Tory Lanez is going to bite this on his Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he bit something you did too? He did a banana thing. He did a banana thing on Flagrant no that Tory Lanez did it that, yeah. like, that week on his Instagram. Bro, Tory Lanez was running around squirting uh, with Hennessy the super soakers. with the super soakers. Really? Yeah. You probably the one that got him to Flagrant too. Yeah. Now he's stealing everybody's shit. <laughs> probably. If you out here hating Pakistanis, I don't have a problem with this man. That's Akash, my shit. Akash came in tight this morning, bro. I saw Hotel Mumbai. That shit, man, got tight. me emotional, bro. Really? bro. I saw Hotel Mumbai. <laughs> you guys seen that movie? You guys bro, even know that's a movie? I'm nah, looking through all these notes that I want to talk about for the show, it. for the videos, and uh, he's like, he's like, man, I'm like, ah, oh, here we go, bro. I'm gonna have a whole <laughs> fucking. This is gonna be thousands it, of years of oppression. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hear about. I just want to look at this manscaped ad and see if I can get the words right. See the smoke coming out of his ears, but you in a real, you in a, you know what? There, there was smoke coming out of his ears. Not as much smoke coming out of his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there it is. All right. That's going to be a good one today. It feels good. It was set on fire. He's not inaccurate. He's so, not wrong. So I got you heated. it. And I empathize. You know why? Why? Because after my mom saw um, Braveheart, 
Yeah. <laughs> my mom was fucking tight for like three days straight. Really? Yeah, really upset. Oh, so like God. that, probably you're having that kind of visceral yeah, emotional yeah, yeah. reaction. Yeah, that shit was rough. Jesus. I forget I was in Dog, I was supposed to be in Bombay then. Like yeah. the train station they shot up, I was supposed right. to take a train to stop right really? there. Really? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Um, do, do you think that like they call the terrorists like Bombay? Like, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's a flagrant dad joke. Like, like, like B O. That's a flagrant dad joke. That's a flagrant dad B O M B dash B A E. Like Pompeii. You know what I mean? Oh, that's funny. That was so good. Okay, so so you saw the movie and yeah. then you came, like you went with your girl or what? Yeah, yeah. Now what happens after that? What do you mean? Do y'all bone? <laughs> I don't think that's a movie you necessarily bone to after. So the, the mood is reflection. ruined. Uh, we, we, we bonded over some Indian love, though. You we did? bonded over Pride and Country, yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Nice so thing. Uh, so what happened? What'd you, y'all discussed? Y'all had a yeah, nice little discussion? She read about it. She was real wrapped up in it. I tend to just leave shit alone. See, mm-hmm. that's your problem. You were the girl to reads. I would never do that. <laughs> See, that's why y'all fighting all the time because your girl's too educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, Don't we, do that shit. Get a girl right. who likes meme pages. Nah, man. You know, Indian girls fighting is the fun. That's what. I was the only one here who dates a woman of color. Right. Uh, I'll just let you guys know. I got you. Hold on, bro. My girl's very brown, yo. Very black, dude. Relax. You said my girl's very black. <laughs> you know, you're going to get a text about this. Listen, I'm Listen. not very black. Okay? I'm, I'm very a chocolate. Black. <laughs> so I cleaned it up. I was like, she's very brown. She's brown. <laughs> <laughs> Try to clean it up at the very end. Don't push your head out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right. man. So and you'll learn about it this year at Essence Fest. When What's you that? <laughs> you know my sister. Hey, sisters. Hey. Hey, sisters. <laughs> hey, sisters. Ah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh. Yo, real talk. I'm pulling up to Essence Fest. I look at tickets. Yo, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. You should go. Son, let's go. I go over here. I, I think we're going to be there. <laughs> we're talking about I, you go. I go over here. I started. You're right. You're right. Well, I'm 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 yeah. You know how they spell it? It's just S dash sense. Dad jokes! That was so bad. That's terrible. Like this 50 is so cents, terrible. but it's S sense. Is the S a dollar Jesus. sign? <laughs> Yo, that's fucking. You see how we keep tagging these dad jokes, bro? <laughs> Yo, we are washed. Let's Wait, go, bro. Let's go, feel bro. It, bro. Speaking of wash, mm. your boy Tiger Woods. All right, we, <laughs> we, we getting go, into it. We, I think we gotta get into it right Let's away. Into Wait, it, real bro. quick, question yeah. about LeBron. Yeah, oh, yeah is sorry. this so far the yeah. worst decision he's made in his NBA career? Yeah, what, going LeBron? to Lakers. Going yeah. to Lakers. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What the fuck? What, 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 ew! Ew! <laughs> What's bro, wrong with bro, you? Bro, what? What? Looking at this camera, I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Right? Y'all don't eat bananas like that? Wait, y'all don't eat the did whole, you have, whole Did bro? you have bread this morning? Say what? Did you have bread this morning? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this kid is, he's like a child. I know. If he has bread, he starts acting weird His as blood fuck. I was acting high, up. Bro. Son, what happened? we were driving in the car. Oh, I was but, acting up. You son. <laughs> I was acting up. I was acting up. I was acting Remember when up, I didn't used to drink caffeine? I was acting up. Was it, it was like, like that? that? It was like, like that. that. I was acting up, bro. <laughs> I kept talking. Shout out to the guy who, what was the guy's name? Max? Sam. 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 Shout out to the guy showing us around Cleveland. He was the guy who manages the club. And I just kept, I just kept like saying jokes, and he wouldn't get it. And I'd be like, "That's more for coastal elites." 
<laughs> We're in working class Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a coastal elite joke. You know what I mean? I can see how that went over your head. You know what I mean? Just like those planes that fly over your state. <laughs> I just kept leaning into it. Yeah, good sense of humor about it, though. It was good. Oh, man. All right, all right. But what happened? Where were, where were we at? Okay, so let's finish the LeBron talk, and then let's get into... This is the worst decision he's ever made? Yeah, NBA decision. Without Ooh. a doubt. Maybe decision, period. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt, the worst basketball choice he's ever made. Because it's, it's not a basketball choice. Like, him going to the Lakers was never about, like... We looked at it, we were like, oh, can I get some nice young pieces? But I don't think anybody who watches any basketball thought, oh, they'll beat the Warriors. Oh, they'll win the world title. Like, it wasn't a basketball decision. It was a great career decision. It was a great, you know, for his after basketball He couldn't career. wait two years, three years? <sighs> what, what's not. his media empire that needs to be built now? If I may say, I was just in Cleveland. I was about to say, you were just and, in Cleveland. You could tell uh, I could see. I could see how he might want to get out of there after a couple <laughs> of years. Oh, do I have a booger? Yeah, you're good now. What is it? You got something on your... You're uh, good. <laughs> Um, or a banana cum or whatever the fuck. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Cleveland, where we were in it, we didn't see the whole thing, but it was pretty cool. Like I I've didn't heard know, that, dude. I didn't know this. You know that like that's where Rockefeller started. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no, yo. I didn't put this together, right? So Rockefeller has oil. Mm-hmm. I never figured runs oil. Right. I never figured where the oil came from. I didn't put that together. All the oil in America started in Western PA. I the did initial, not know that. Right? So I it's like, okay, that, that's why as he's a in. Texan, I thought we had the monopoly on that. Son, so did I. The whole time, I'm like, it must be in Texas or some, or Alaska yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So it was Western PA, and that's why all those regions were stocked. They were fu- Like, Western PA is actually close to West Virginia. Now you have all those coal mm. miners who were ah. balling back in the day. You had those billion or millionaires at the time. The hotel we stayed in, Alex said it looked like Hogwarts. It did. It looked like a blimp. It looked like a giant floating blimp. It was unfuck. Was it not unreal? Yeah, yeah. It was dope though. <laughs> it was so cool. I've never seen yeah, anything. Yeah, the Heidelberg, Heidelberg or whatever. Uh, yeah, Hindenburg. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Heisenberg. My bad. That's my boy Walter. <laughs> That's yeah. my boy Walter. <laughs> so, um, but in, it was just cool to be in a in a place like you could imagine that. Back in the fucking day, like the Rockefeller times, that was just an office. Mm. You know, that was just an office house. Yeah, yeah. So we were in a, a massive hotel that was also like a mall now. That was just an office. That's dope. That's the kind Some of wealth we're talking shit. Yeah, like <laughs> real time billionaire shit. Mm. So Cleveland was dope. Cleveland was dope. I'm not going to trash. That being said, you have the opportunity to go to LA. Yeah. Yeah. You also have the opportunity to be the greatest basketball player ever. Still yeah. has the opportunity. I wonder if he had that opportunity in Cleveland. I, I wonder if he recognized, listen, there's no fucking way we're going to beat these Warriors. There's just no way. They're too good. What What are we going to – is Seti Osman going to turn I, into – I don't think going to the Lakers was the move. Ah, I see. I, see, I, see. I don't remember who I thought he should have gone to. Philly. But I, Philly. You said Philly. Philly. Yeah. Philly. Philly, yeah. Can you imagine him on Philly right now? It's over. It's <laughs> fucking did, over. Did he stand a chance of beating the Warriors without KD? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, there was already talks of KD wanting to leave. That's true too. Before LeBron mm, left, that's probably. I think was. he wish he should have well, stuck it out. He's saying if KD had left, the Cavs could have beaten the Warriors. Absolutely. If KD, if KD never got there, that I think I think they get two out of those three. Yeah. So his point is yeah. he could have stayed in Cleveland because there was already rumors KD was going to leave, so he could have just stayed. You basically, in Cleveland. wait one more year out. Yeah. 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 Look. I think in retrospect, we all know it wasn't the best basketball decision. LeBron is clearly someone who's thinking past basketball, and it's hard for us. It's hard for us to fathom because his value to us is basketball. 
right? Yeah. His value to us is not. I mean, we're not so impressed with the fucking boardroom or the barbershop, whatever the, yeah. Yeah. the name. Like anything he does outside of basketball, I could really give a fuck about, mm. right? Yeah. So I'm like, why don't you care? About the thing that I care yeah. most about. Right? Even some of like you know, like his show, like the quarter, the, the million dollar mile or something. Like I don't know. it got moved to like Saturday nights or Friday nights. Like that's not good. Yeah, like that's a big sign. That they buried like, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They put him on like the fucking graveyard. I tend to think if you have an otherworldly talent, mm-hmm. you pursue that otherworldly talent if there's a window on it. Like right. that window is closing. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not an otherworldly. TV producer, right? He pretty he good. He's impressive considering he's an otherworldly basketball could player. Be, right, yeah. right. I mean, you gotta think about it like this. Like, you but you think, can do that at any time. So I yeah. guess you're saying, why not why lean wait? Into, yeah, yeah, lean into the basketball while that window's closing, and then in two, three years, when the skills are declining, mm-hmm. then go to LA. But this is what we do with with uh, famous people, right? Is like we want them to live the lives that we see for them, and I think it's quite normal. I think it's reasonable. I, you know, this is our relationship with them. Yeah. Our relationship with them is based on one thing. Yeah. You know, so it's like I want you to continue doing that one thing, and then when you divert off of that, it's disappointing. More and that's specifically, what it feels like. my yeah. admiration of you is based off one thing. Right. Mm. I'm not going to admire LeBron really as an other world anything like I am basketball. Right. Mm. He's a good businessman, not as good as he's a basketball. Okay. L- this whole th- idea, like, it's very easy to do business when you're LeBron. Uh, that's another yeah. thing. It's like we're giving Rich Paul too much. People are acting like Rich Paul's this fucking genius. It's like you walk in the room and then they go, "We'd like to work with LeBron," and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> well, they built they built themselves <laughs> to that point though, because at first Rich Paul looked think... at as just like, "Oh, you're just his fucking his flunky," you know. What but I mean? he's so... got the Corvette this engine. Cast talking. Uninterrupted. <laughs> cast. Oh, yeah. this, but, you understand what I'm saying? Point, like, though, one thing I say, yeah. I think he, he was. They were the, one of the first people to recognize how much leverage they had. Mm. I think a lot of athletes underestimated their leverage. A lot did. And then LeBron was like, no, I can dictate wherever the fuck I want to go. Mm, okay. like, I honestly think that's his biggest contribution to like the game. Just like player freedom and being able sure. to be like- Player you know, leverage. Like, he tipped the scales. T- yeah, tipping the scales, taking the pop, a little bit of the power out of the owner's hand. The owners still absolutely run shit. But like, right. you know, LeBron's the first person that really like shook up the fucking status quo as far right. as like player and owner relationships and being able to dictate where you want to go and all that type of shit. Yeah, he broke the- uh this like old moral code, which was there's something valuable it's, uh, about staying with the same team. Yeah, they, and there is absolutely nothing valuable about it. I mean, <laughs> we just rewarded Dirk for doing it for his whole career, yeah. but it's a meaningless thing. Like yeah. you go, you play this game to win. You go where you can to win, and we're gonna knock the fuck out of you for doing it mm-hmm. because right. we're hater ass fans. But right. at the end of the day, the history books will remember your rings. Yes. Okay. That is all they'll remember. remember. All your accolades. That's they'll it. They would never remember what is the guy's name? Uh, Bernard King. Mm. They would never. Uh, Bernard King played for the Knicks. Yeah. yeah. So they would never remember Bernard King's uh, tenure with the Washington Bullets. Yes. I believe it. Believe it was. The bullets. Yeah. Right. I think. As one of the flashiest and most exciting players in the history of the NBA, they will remember him because he has two rings with the New York Knicks. Simple as that. So say what you want about KD, forgotten without those rings. To me, it's like a relationship a little bit. Like you got your your wife, your whatever, your girl. If they do right by you, if the organization does right by you. No, Walt and King were on the same team. Were they? Yeah. I didn't think King had a ring. I didn't didn't think King was on the I'm pretty sure (laughs) I didn't think King had a ring. Yeah. Bernard King was like late 80s. So maybe it's not King I'm thinking about. Who was the. 
No, no, Clyde and there was somebody that came over and um and um oh fucking Black Jesus, what was his name? Earl Monroe. Earl Monroe. There you go. That's who you're talking about. Was that was that mm-hmm. on? Does Bernard King have a ring? Earl of Pearl. Earl. Okay, so yeah. maybe it was that. It was yeah. there was somebody who decided I wanted to win. Yeah. Maybe it was Earl Monroe, and it was like I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna take this ego check mm-hmm. because it's Clyde's team. Yeah, Black but, Jesus. Baltimore Bullets, That's not Washington Bullets, gotcha. Baltimore okay. Bullets, which is a hilarious name <laughs> for the a most team on-brand with name. <laughs> tons of bullet fire, or a city with tons of bullet fire, yeah. Uh, okay, but what were you saying, Akash? I think if the organization does right by you for the most part, and you leave, then I feel like you are an asshole or whatever. Mm. Like, LeBron, the first time he left Cleveland, I didn't like him going to play with Dwayne Wade, but you gotta leave Cleveland, they're fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah, right. yeah. I think even KD to a degree, well, actually, I think they did a pretty good job building the team, but trading Harden, that's enough for me to be like, all right, you know what, maybe I need to step away from this organization. Again, hated where he went. But leaving if your organization is stupid, yeah. why the fuck would I be loyal to you? Mm-hmm. And most organizations are pretty stupid. For, so for, I'm, I'm agreeing with the point. part, for the most, like, the Mavericks have been a pretty, like, well-run organization. They like, fucked up had, after they won the championship for about five years, but up until the championship, they did a great job. They were always they in did, the mix. They always did right by Yeah, them. they always drafted well. They were always in the mix. They were always in the playoffs here and there. Like, yeah. After they won the title, it felt like they got a little fat. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. we can just let these people go. And Passing it's on so honest, hard to, it's so hard to run an organization, like, because so much of this is pure luck yeah right you are investing in a player true and you are predicting their work ethic their physical capability and their health three things that you cannot control at all right so when you in when you when you don't pick Giannis, you can simply look at him and go, yeah. I think he's too raw. I don't think he'll make I've seen tons of athletic guys. Yeah. He's not the first athletic guy in the NBA who didn't work out. Yeah. There's been tons. For right. every Giannis, there's been a million. Stromiles. Stromiles. Darius Miles, <laughs> yeah. right? There's been or a million. Yeah, the part, good art, length, and all that type of shit. Oh, this guy. I thought Darius Miles was going to be like the fucking next T-Mac. Absolutely. And it was just like, and no, All of us did. It. So it's yeah. like. there. I, I empathize with organizations, and I'm hesitant to call them dumb unless they're truly like the New York Knicks are dumb, right? That's but fair. some people are making the best moves that they think they can, and these guys do not. Like the Lakers drafted pretty well. I don't think that like Brandon Ingram is supposed to be better. Oh no, they yeah. tra- they they've been smoking the summer league for the past couple of years because they draft very well. What's the guy's name who they traded to New Orleans? Uh, I mean, fucking D-Lo. Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Decent player. D'Lo, killing it. They drafted well. They did what they had to do to get the best player in the league. Mm -hmm. He got injured so you don't make it into the playoffs. And then your other guys just can't step the fuck up. Yeah. Simple as that. You know what I mean? Isn't that what it is, though? If the move works out in anything, you're brilliant. That's what I'm saying. You're an idiot. That's what I'm saying. So it's like it's so hard to call. uh, It's so hard to call a to give credit to either one for an organization because yeah. it's pure luck. You're rolling the dice no matter what, and you're basically trying to get a die that's only going to land on two or three things instead of six. I think draft-wise they were well. I think it was just the front office moves like as far as like people they signed. And who wouldn't go after LeBron? Like, Not even just LeBron, but like fucking signing like Mozgov and like Luol Deng. They, and if like, you make miscalculations, I think we agree on the general thing, but I think if yeah sure this is luck but that's how it is if it works out i'll call you genie if it doesn't i'll call you an idiot and yeah. that's how i and you're like it's all luck so i'm not going to judge you either way i'm like no, look, i'm going to judge you but i understand that that judgment 
that I'm giving to you is unfair. It's miscalculations. They just made some miscalculations. That's it. But the miscalculation of not no, trading no, for Paul it George. It wasn't even miscalculation. It's pure luck. So it's like, I know when I call you a genius organization, it's like, this is pure luck, buddy. Like, or not pure luck. It's like 80% luck. And I know when I call you an idiot organization, I'm like, this is also luck. You just got very unlucky. You think there's a few exceptions, though, right? Like, I would Knicks. say the Spurs. Knicks are a pure exception, bad. Spurs, pure exception, good. Yeah. Because n- the Spurs have such an amazing culture and structure, and they 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 sign character guys before the right they sign. Too. I think that's sure, a big thing. Sure, sure. They're in the right city. Oh. But they're also signing personality. Like, they would, have a sh- they would rather a shittier player right. that will do exactly what the team needs than a really good player who's going to be... Kyrie and be insubordinate right. and break up that chemistry. <laughs> right, like Kyrie could never play. Yeah, I think yeah. Pop, Pop would probably never want a Kyrie. No, he, he has he'd like lie a system. About it, yeah, but he would never want it. That's why a guy like Demar Derozan fits so well. Perfect. Over there. He's the perfect dude for them because it's like you don't need to ask him to be a superstar because he'll. Ne- I mean, he's a star, but like a superstar, <laughs> like one A type of dude, you never need to be because like. Popovich and like the culture and like the players, all the supplementary parts around them makes up that gap between mm-hmm. like star and superstar. Yeah. That, like, and they LeBron made the playoffs. And they, and they won. They won their first. Who they beat? Beat the Nuggets, right? Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Nuggets first game. Like they stole home court advantage. So, what they always do. So drafting, I get, can be luck. What do you say to other things like the Mavs wanting to say? Well, I guess Giannis is a draft pick. They want to save money. That's why they passed. But I would mm-hmm. say to the Lakers. Not trading for Paul George because he's just gonna want to come here. Yeah. Not trading for Kawhi because he's just gonna want to come here. Arrogance. And now you're fucked. I would call those stupid decisions. Yeah. But let's say Paul does want to come. Then Next. it's genius. Right. So there's. It's like it's so fucking vulnerable being in that position. You need some luck. Luck. You're like. Yes. You're mitigating. You're mitigating like a, a, a fraction of circumstance. I guess that's what it is. When you're a team owner or like a president or GM, it's like. Your your ability to control the game is tiny, so you have to get every bit of that right. Right, yeah. and the elite teams do it. Yeah, the the Spurs do it. Yeah, and and even with that, they can't even guarantee wins. To like your point, I really respect the moves the Raptors have made the last few years, yeah. and they can't get it done. They can't get it like, done. I think great moves all the time, and they can't get it can't done. Can't get it done. Yeah. That's how fucking vulnerable yeah. this shit is. Like. You know if you're a team and you manage to get Steph Curry and a couple pieces, you're in the you're in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know that if you get manage to get LeBron and at least a couple pieces, right. you're in the finals. Right. Everybody else, you just gotta fucking hope for an injury. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. It's a let's get into let's get into the big deal of what yeah. happened here. Uh there's a bunch of things that we want to discuss today. Part part of me is like let's Akash before was like, should we hold off on Tiger and then like close strong on Tiger? Should we should we get right into it? Um, I think I think there's something else that I want to hold off to. Um, okay, but I'm let's 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 go on Tiger. Today we're reflecting. This is Monday. This episode will come out Tuesday. Um, yesterday we witnessed two colossal events. This was so cool. So rarely now in culture do you have. Super Bowl moments, and I don't mean Super Bowl in terms of the actual Super Bowl. I mean moments where, because of streaming culture, the entire world is watching one thing at one time. Appointment television. Appointment television, Mm -hmm. right? Now, something comes out on Netflix, we'll watch it all at different times. We've actually become way less connected because we can't have that small talk 
that really people needed at the office, that yeah. water cooler commentary, if you will, for right? Needs. For your sports <laughs> needs, for your, your Netflix needs, for whatever content, whatever it was. Those are your souls needs. Souls needs, boom. <laughs> so, so there used to, there is, a, there is a time right now, right, for the next, you know, six weeks, everybody in the world is watching Game of Thrones, yeah. and that is a connector you meet a new person instead of going what do you do for a living or where are you from whatever these like nonsense questions are just so you can find a little morsel search for a connection you can search here for it is you know what it is you step up you make some reference about it that person gets it and immediately you've connected with another human being immediately right. right it's like bumping into someone in another city that's wearing your same college shirt yeah you know you're like right. oh shit gauchos yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. right oh shit buckeyes yeah. right and then boom you have that connection Alpha, capo whatever <laughs> we are all team stark yeah. for the next six weeks right. or mm -hmm. lannister or whatever yeah. it is right and you have this amazing moment and it's it's why if you can get there with traditional appointment television it's a way more effective form of content because truly we want to connect over something Tiger provided that for us mm -hmm. Sunday at the Masters. So uh, he got the entire world. I, I'm 35 years old, so yeah. there was a time in my life where we listened to uh, sports radio. We listened yeah. to games on the radio. We're yeah. driving back. Mm -hmm. I landed from Cleveland, and I'm in the Uber home, and I was like, Tiger's on. Let me see if I can catch it. I get AM on. I press seek. I press seek again. To try to get another, not your girls' people, but the, to try to get the, <laughs> to try to get the station. Seek, oh, right, seek, right, right, right. seek. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I get the station, and literally, it's him putting, the final oh putt on God. eighteen. Fuck. Okay. He gets it. He is the 2019 Masters champion. This is his fifth Masters championship. Mm. I'm freaking out. I'm going crazy. I'm like, whoa, this guy. I don't even watch golf, but oh, I'm yeah. fucking going nuts. And my Uber driver's looking at me like I'm insane. He's like, who listens to AM? Right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and in that moment, I was compelled to go on Twitter to see what the timeline was talking about. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't felt like that in fucking years. Maybe yeah. when I first got Twitter, but the last thing I want opinions from people on are <laughs> fucking on on Twitter. You know, it's yeah. just an awful, disgusting place. And yeah. it's finally peaceful opinions, dude. It, there's no stakes, right? Yeah. So it's just golf, right? So I go on there, and everybody is rejoicing this yeah. fucking this moment, right? Yeah. This moment of redemption. This this guy who was at the highest of highs went down to the lowest of lows tried everything to come back and we literally saw his body break down in front of us yeah right we Spinal saw fusion surgery if you see like the, somebody put surgery. like a, 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 all the all the surgeries he went through I'm yeah like dog like n your your favorite fucking football player doesn't hasn't come back from that type of yeah. shit like, non-stop like, broken 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 last year almost does it mm -hmm. i think second he comes yeah. in last year yeah. right in one of the majors um, which would have been this amazing story mm. doesn't happen and then fucking a on the masters the guy pulls it off and You have this amazing Magnetic pull the entire world Right, I mean yeah. a lot of the world golfs even and this is how magnetic tiger is I hate golf. I'm bad at it. Golf I fucking was obsessed with yeah. this moment Tiger brought us all together he wins and it reminded me something about the power of sport. It's like in our everyday lives, there's so many things we cannot control, mm. right? 
And the reason we're drawn to the Tigers of the world, to the Floyd Mayweathers of the world, maybe when Connor was winning the Connors of the world, is they offer this consistency that does not happen. Huh. Right? It's like the reason why I think wrestling works in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, the Undertaker's going to win every single time. Mm. You know what? Not a lot of things happen for me every single time. Yeah. I, 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 it's nice to know that I can go and I can get that thing. Let me get my good, my feel good. My feel good moments. Because I don't have a lot of feel good moments. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's going to happen That's to me at work. TV and movies usually have happy endings. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we need it, right? Because life doesn't. Right? right? It's like, I don't know if I'm going to hear from my folks. Or I don't know if, my, if, my, if I'm going to get back with my girlfriend. I don't know. So much I don't know. And then you go in that moment and you see the guy against all odds. Yeah. Fucking do it at 43. Mm. You're an old man. Like, I'm 35, my body's breaking down, and you see another fucking old man yeah. whoop these little young kids' asses, dude? It's because sports is the, is the great life metaphor, bro. Fuck! It's the great life metaphor. It's what brings us all together, because, like, if you didn't watch that shit and didn't think, like, no, man, like, we've all been fucking down. We've all gotten our ass. Like, life has kicked everybody's ass, and there's not many people whose life has had his ass, who's, who's got his ass kicked by life. Yeah. <laughs> Like Tiger Woods, like you know, so oh. seeing that shit, man, like, and and mind you, to me and to damn near almost every sports fan I talk to, Tiger is golf to them. Like, there's no, I don't remember a world of golf before. I him. remember a world of golf that did not matter before Tiger. Yeah. It yeah. did not fucking matter. I don't know anybody. I read the fucking. There was this really in-depth book about Tiger that I read like two, three months ago, just because I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was an asshole, but like, just completely hit rock bottom and yeah. then yeah. turned it around. Realized like yeah, all the shit he needed to change became a different person. Real and horny, win. real horny guy too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, Get just it. like people who set him up financially for life. Like he didn't like one thing they said, and then he just cut them out forever. <sighs> Not even to him. Like something about like telling his dad, like "Yo, quiet down" or something like that. He'd be like, "All right, gun done forever." But you, like, you shut off. Yeah, Damn. just motherfuckers that set him up for life. No, th- but at some point he hit his bottom. He's like, "Yo, I can't. I got to mm-hmm. be different." And then like. He just changed who he was, and now he's winning, and it's just cool to see. I don't know. It's just cool to see. Normally, when a guy's like, fuck, I don't want to be this killer person anymore, they don't win. Yeah. And it's cool to see him say, I don't want to be this guy anymore, and then be great. Apparently, he's he's, uh, changed the way he parents and shit. Apparently, he takes his kids to school. Like, he's becoming- He wasn't a parent before. That was one of his big regrets. Right. And it's like, I'm not one to sit here and, you know, to quote the Chris Rock joke, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm not going to give you credit for doing the things you're supposed to do as a parent. Right. What I'm trying to say is that rock bottom humbled him to the point where he realized, luckily for him early on in his life, that there are things more valuable than chasing the outcome. Right. Mm -hmm. And it seems that he has made that transition and then life rewarded him for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to win the Masters. It's too. so sweet that he actually won it at the Masters, too, because people forget, like, when he was, like, stinking it up and hitting rock bottom, like, that whole, like, club of Augusta took every shot to, like, shit on him. And, like, you know, especially when he got caught with the cheating. And, oh, like, really? Like, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, no, yeah. That's what that's what makes it that much more sweeter, like, that his first win was back at that place where they damn near shunned him. You know what I mean? Like they Mastered tried to, Augusta yeah, did? Yes, yes. Like, they damn the near, balls like, did not on them. Exactly. Take a moral high ground when you don't even let women onto the course. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things where it's like. <laughs> How dare he when, cheat? <laughs> what do you think the men are doing at your course? <laughs> Why do you think Their the wives are- aren't allowed here. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I think he also butted. Maybe if I'm remembering this correctly, I, I think he also was like a dickhead to the director of the Masters. Something like that. that. But yeah. so then he was like, "All right, this guy's always been a dick to me. 
fuck him. Fuck, fuck yeah. him. Yeah. It was on some shit where it's like, oh well, you know, dog. Like if a reporter, this guy f- thinks he's bigger than the game. He's bigger than the Masters. Yes. Like now look at him. Look at this motherfucker. Like there's basically on somebody, yo, now like kiss the ring type of shit. Yeah. And like I guess he kind of had to until like you know now he's back. Where Again, it is. in fairness, Tiger was the number one kiss. If you were a reporter and didn't constantly ask him like easy questions, if you ask him one tough question. He would turn on you forever. Mm. Like reporters, he was like cool with, had a good relationship. They would ask him about some shit they had to ask him about, and then or like a bad round or something like that. Like as an example, and then quiet. he would be like, "Why would you? Why would you ask me that?" And then just never to fuck with them again. Like <laughs> he was like, I, I got the book. If anybody, how wants do you to feel read about it. that? You gotta let people do their job. Like if you don't yeah. like it, fine, but you can't resent a person forever for doing his job or just be an asshole to the media. Even on a certain level, like I would respect that keep that right. same energy as opposed to hey I like you just make sure you always ask me very easy nice questions right yeah, it sounds Trumpish it does sound very Trumpish yeah. it does sound he very was Trumpish. raised by his yeah. his father and his mom to be they a do still golf killer? together by the way huh? they do still golf together by the I'm way I'm not surprised but, but, yeah like what's so this? okay so um, yeah I'm trying to understand the relationship with 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 <laughs> with trying to understand the relationship with the media that these athletes might have because there is, they are the media are leeches in a lot of ways, right? Yes. When you're yeah. when you're doing great, they can't wait to compliment you and you yes. say you're great, and then when you're doing shitty, they just want to shit all over you. So yes. there has to be some resentment that you develop towards the media be, when you realize, oh, they're just being nice to me because it gets them a scoop. They're manipulating me mm-hmm. as much as. I'm manipulating them by being tough on them for asking the question. This is not an authentic relationship. So does it require Tiger's authenticity? Probably not. Mm-mm. I don't Mm-mm. Probably I not. don't know if I'm following necessarily what you're saying. What I'm saying meaning is Meaning it's fake. This is what I'm saying, right? Right. So meaning he on some Tiger's not a stupid guy. Right. So on some level he recognizes that this relationship that he has with these journalists is not real. It's okay. not, hey, you're my buddy. Right. It's, hey, I'm Tiger Woods, and it's advantageous for you to be nice to me for you so right. that I tell you certain things, answer your questions at the press conference, get you certain scoops, et right. cetera. Right. So you're just manipulating me. So when, and guess what? I'm going to let you manipulate me. I'm going to let you leech off of me. And then all of a sudden you're going to bash me in this interview after I let you leech off of me? Fuck you. I don't got to answer your questions. So I think on some level I understand... If I that was all it was, I could kind of understand it. And again, if anybody wants to read the book, I retain shit pretty poorly, especially right, right. for an Indian. But like, it's a great book. <laughs> but uh, like the guy who kind who set him up with his lawyers, who like fought I'm for talking him about to get, journalists. Yeah, but I'm saying just to, just answer that. Just, just journalists. Yeah, yeah. I can maybe see where you're saying. My I, issue with Tiger was it was consistently. No, but in we're life, talking but about if just, it's just journalists. Yeah, athletes, athletes in general, and journalists. There's this contentious relationship. So it's like, but I, I on some level I understand it. Like. I think, think it's. I honestly think it's because it, it taps into like tigers and most star athletes like sociopathic competitive edge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're that good and that dominant in what you do, how far on a totem pole does media really fall? Like you have so much well, shit to worry about. I think you're right about that. It's like, and I think there's twofold to it. Yeah. And this is just something I realized recently with the the uh, the seizure video when the seizure video went viral and all these articles started being written about it. Mm. They were all inaccurate. Yeah. On some level. Yeah. So if that's valid. Right. So it's like if I see the glaring inaccuracies in it. Right. Tiger's going to read articles about himself and be like, I did not say that. Mm-hmm. I This did not happen here. 
this story is complete bullshit. And that happens every day for him. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to be like, these motherfuckers are just writing whatever they want to write to get clicks. Suck my dick to all of y'all. Yeah. So and that, I would say, suck my dick to all of y'all, fine. And I, I guess it's the lack of authenticity for me is always the thing. Right. So, like, I think you would, generally speaking, offer authenticity and consistency with however you treated any group of people. Right? If you're... I'm going to answer the softball questions in the most phony, I'm a great person way possible. Right. And then when you ask one question I don't like, fuck you and only you forever, then I don't find... If you consistently, like Rick Carlisle, Mavericks coach, a dickhead to the media all the time. Right. It's not nice, but you respect the consistency of it. Right. All of you guys always get shit wrong. Like you said, they all on some level get some shit wrong. Yeah. So all of you go fuck yourselves. Right. I don't need to deal with any of you. I guess, I guess what you got to do on a... Yeah, go out. So... I've actually thought about this in the past in terms of basketball players when they have their um, interviews after the game and how they speak to them. Yeah. And the theory that I came up with is that when you're operating at that level, their concern is legacy at this point and how they want to be remembered. Right. So it's like, hey, when you when the media covers me, I want it to be good coverage. When you see me, I want it to be good. So, so that's why they put on that bullshit voice right. and they speak all proper and shit so like that. So I think you're 100% right. I think that uh, it's it's not only legacy, right? It's like I think that you have a responsibility as an athlete to control your narrative. Mm-hmm. It's why LeBron has uninterrupted or un- undefeated. Yeah. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted, right? Yeah. And it's like I think the reason if you're smart, right, you love the softball questions from these journalists because it allows you to control your narrative. Mm. And if you get these dickhead questions from the journalists, while that is the journalist's job to like get this information, you're like, well, that information don't help my legacy. Why the fuck do I care about your legacy? Right. You think I need you to write about me? I'm Tiger Woods. Okay, right. Dustin Johnson needs you to write about him. Right. Mm. Right? Like, you know how the like the paparazzi and journalists always go, you need us just as much as we need you. Not all of you. Not with Tiger and not with golf. Tiger, like, I am golf. Golf bro. needs Tiger. This Tiger whole don't shit need golf. shuts down if I here. Bro. So it's almost like the Jordan rules with the journalists where most journalists really kind of like kept a lot of shit quiet mm-hmm. because they recognize how important Jordan was to the game. The magnitude of how uh, of, of importance to the game. That's why I said, like, on the t- on the bottom of the total, like, media appearances on the fucking very bottom of the total. So imagine your tiger, shit. like, I am, go- like-, like, y'all see black people out here? Yeah. At a golf <laughs> event? Do you know what I mean? Do you yeah. see what I'm doing to the sport? I'm revolutionizing the, the sport. Check and the ratings tomorrow. You upset that I'm at One Oak? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you see young, cool kids at a golf event? Yeah. Like, what? I brought youth to this shit? I'm changing this sport that was literally dying out. And y'all gonna ask me what, what extracurricular activities are? I'm the only reason motherfuckers are reading your articles. I'm the reason why you got all these young kids reading your articles. You should be kissing my ass. You got a job because that. of me. But, but he to can't you. can't say that because then he's an asshole. No, exactly, exactly. So then he's just like, so I think there's, a, I think him and a certain stature of players are just like, you're not ex- you're not giving me enough gratitude. You're being a little entitled to what's going on here. I think I have to wrap my mind around this, and maybe we'll right. discuss it more on the Patreon. But I would say, even using you as an example, you don't do magazine features. You've done one because you liked the kid and thought he was sincere. But generally speaking, it's like, look, I don't need you to build me up because I right. know what's going to happen in the long run. Right. And I can respect that. Where it's like, look, I just I'm not don't, Tiger. I don't need you. But this is different. I'm not Tiger, right? Like, I'm not. I'm not at the point where comedy ebbs and flows with me right yeah. you could be at the a certain popularity point of golf itself 
Golf itself tiger. decomposes without Tiger. Yeah. Right. So when you have that much power, it and and you're providing that many jobs, like literally, if Tiger stops playing, the Golf Digest is laying, laying people off. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN's golfing journalists or whatever bloggers, or whatever, are getting laid off. When he wasn't playing that well, they got rid of his video game for EA Sports. Mad people laid off already. So it's like. You know how much you, you're looking at these people like, I feed your family. Like, do you not realize I feed your family? And you're going to ask me if I'm going to fucking One Oak again and I feed your family? I, see, I think you're making a general point. You do keep using Tiger as an example. And I would say Tiger was just like, look, if you had a bad round, just answer the fucking questions. Like, mm, right. You know what I mean? Russell Westbrook was kind of on that shit yesterday. Which what, I'm like, what is that? So after the, uh, well, I guess they played the Blazers, Dame time, and Dame was busting that ass. Fucking Dame time. <laughs> Dame was busting that ass yesterday, and uh, Enos Cantor, Enos Cantor as well was busting that Yo, ass. Yo, Enos was busting Enos that ass. Enos the end. Yeah, that was beautiful with the left. Yo, with the left. Like, I guess they asked Russell Westbrook, "Oh, do you think, um, you know, how Russell was Westbrook it on against? the phone with Erdogan right now? Like, you gotta kill this <laughs> treasonous Turk." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was like, oh, how does it feel to go against one of your old teammates, yada, yada, yada. And Russell's like, next question. And he's like, all right, uh, you know, how do you know, Damian Lillard, I asked him about that. So like, next question. Just like not answering shit. But again, Russ is consistently like, him. Yeah. That's Russ. That's Russ who we've known. Right. Russ is not putting on a phony veneer and answering nice questions really sincerely. You know, mm. I just love playing with my teammates, big smile on his face. Mm. And then he has one question, it's fuck you forever. Russ is Russ, and that's why we love Russ. Yeah. I, I yeah, think absolutely. that you're un I think that you're not um acknowledging the difference in stature. I no, I, I see you're that's a valid point. Right. So it's like if Russ has that attitude, I'm like, pump the brakes. Yeah. yeah. If Jordan has it, I'm like, I kind of get it. I pay <laughs> yeah. the bills around this bitch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like every every day when they fucking when the well, I don't know who's doing it, but there's the picture of me and Charlemagne that that's usually up there, right? Yeah. And they take that down every single time, and I taped it up now. Somebody's mm. in the studio is taking it down, mm. right? I gotta find out who's taking it down because only a few podcasts pay the bills here. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm paying the bills. And you got a podcast that's not paying no fucking bills, right? And you taking down the picture that bothers me mm-hmm. because there isn't a place for you to take something down if you're not paying the bills. Right. Like we love Russell Westbrook. The NBA will be fine without, without him. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like the golf will not be fine if Tiger Woods. If Tiger Woods, that makes a, it, like, no, yeah. no, no. I would still say LeBron, who I find a little phony. I I think to your point, the stature requires him to be a little phony. If you ask LeBron a question, he doesn't like he doesn't like it. Okay, I can I cannot answer you. I right. could say you know what I don't need to answer this, but acting like this motherfucker can never talk to you again, it's mm. like a different thing. But then I you agree. also get to a point. I encourage Set anybody the to read the book. Just, to no, a point, I, I want to like, read it. But like my my all I'm saying is there's a certain point, right? Like like if I'm LeBron and or Jordan, Jordan set a precedent, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan was like, yo, if you come at me with that fuck shit, Sports Illustrated, you're not gonna get any of this. Quiet right? for you. And then what happened with everybody else? Fell in line. Right. You know what I mean? It's like a boss once told me when I started managing this restaurant, they're like, he's like, you're going to have to fire somebody. And I was like, why? He goes, because everybody's going to fall in line when you fire someone. Right. Right? Because they know that you're real. Mm. And Jordan did that, and then everybody kept it real. I mean, Jordan was out banging hookers, doing coke, and playing blackjack every <laughs> fucking night of the finals, and nobody said shit because mm. that's Sports Illustrated. So he also was six and zero in the finals. Tiger <laughs> plays four, played four tournaments a year, so he was gonna lose some. Right. But when you lose those, 
then the questions start coming. For eight years in a yeah, row, yeah. Jordan didn't lose a playoff series. But he didn't wait to do coke, gamble, and fuck hookers until he was in the finals, right? You, you know he but was there doing wasn't, that. It wasn't all good pu- coverage but, but for Jordan you know, before that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. He's out banging hookers, but and it's, that's what I'm saying. It was never bad. He got the FDR Tiger treatment. Tiger was getting some. T- the questions started amping up for Tiger a couple years before the scandal, probably. I think, but like a lot of times it would just be a, hey, you had a bad game. Yeah. What's up? All hey, right, you can answer that. You, yeah. All right. That's it. Yeah. All right. I don't. All right. Whatever. But if he says that, he's a dick. That's the thing. Like, mm. is that even a question? Hey, you had a bad game. What's up with that? I had and, a bad that's, game. That's why, I keep, like, that's why I keep coming back to it. Like, I don't think. I think it's deeper than that. I think. That sociopathic, like, competitive drive, it's like, he's so, to be that good, like, at his peak, when he was just fucking banging out majors every fucking week or whatever yeah. like that, like, you have to have such a laser level of fucking focus and drive that, yeah. like, who can, like, why, why are you even asking me, though? Yo, that's fuck a, you. That's, you know that's I mean? the like, other thing. It's like, the fact that we even have a press conference afterwards after a loss, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like not making your girl come and then they put you in front of the reporters and <laughs> the they start asking you, you know, like, so why do you think that she didn't come? Well, I don't, I came too fast. Well, why do you think you came I, too fast? You know, well, I, I don't know. I was trying to, I get your point. Some, some I know. We, I get like, your what the, you know what I mean? And they're just drilling you that yeah. you think that you're inadequate. Do you think you don't have it anymore? And like, well, I, I hope I still I think have I still have it. I'm still trying. Yeah, it's like, let me get out of here and go practice so I can fuck my girl better. Why am I talking to you idiots, you know? They should really do that, yo. We'll talk. No, I wouldn't show up. The fact that motherfuckers <laughs> show up to that shit after an L, forget. No, next question. Bro, that's the most brave shit. I'm just I've... here so I don't get fined. Facts. That's the only thing I'm going to say to Facts. all these reporters. Which is the illest. The yeah. illest line of answers ever. The illest line of answers Whatever. Ever. We don't have to go on too too long about this. Mm. But, um, okay, so any more thoughts about Tiger? I mean, just I just think it's, uh, you know, just uh, on a sports story. Greatest comeback in history. One, it's, it's, it's up there. It's up there. What's better? Um, I People still, keep saying up there, but I feel like they just don't want to commit. It's the greatest. Dog, I still nothing I, is great. I, greatest comeback in greatest comeback in sports history. I uh, look, bro, the Cavs and Warriors. Yeah, man, that three I one. Still yeah, yeah, yeah. seventy three wins. This ain't three one, bro. There were seventy seventy three wins in the finals. This is ten years till zero. You know what I mean, yeah. like my man didn't win since two thousand eight. Yeah. Up there, I mean it's up there. Uh, three one is insane. Yeah, bro. Bro. <laughs> three one is insane. Against, against bro. that team, my man couldn't walk. Oh, I give him that one. In the finals, so, I, give I get that. it. No, if you if you say if you say Tiger's the greatest comeback, I'm not gonna. My man couldn't walk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. It's also golf. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. I can't argue with that point. That's I mean, bro, fair. like, it's not a context yeah. sport. Like, what do you? Yeah, how, how's your neck really that fucked up all the time? Like, nobody's like. <laughs> <Son>. <laughs> I never. Like, understood nobody it. asks these questions. I'm like, I never yo, understood like, it. Who, who's getting injured golfing, fam? Bro, so I'm like, was, yo, you're not, you're not going over the middle trying to catch it between like Ray Lewis and Ray. Like, he got injured because his bitch made him drive into a fire hydrant. That's when he got injured. What are we talking about? Paint it however you want to, Torque. I read the book. They talk about Torque. It was the Torque when he steered in that fucking hydrant. His knocked that shit over. Activate? Was that what they were saying? Uh, he couldn't activate the glutes when he was putting or something? No, nah, that's what he was saying. Oh, that was God. one of those excuses. I hope she's miserable right now. I hope she is. Fuck her. I hope she's fuck so fucking miserable just she's sitting there. I was tweeting about this other day, other day, but like, you know that she's at home. Watching her new boyfriend, <laughs> you know she's at home watching her new boyfriend watch Tiger win the Masters, <laughs> and is just elated. You know what I mean? Like, because it's not he like hide his her, happiness her, her new boyfriend isn't gonna watch 
God. The Masters, right? Like you have to watch the Masters. It's the Masters. <laughs> and Tiger's coming back, right? Uh-huh. I'm not a fan of golf. I watch it. I listen to yeah. it on the radio. So he has to sneak watch it in the bathroom, <laughs> right? He's on the toilet like, I'll be back there in a second, babe. And you just hear him go, yes! <laughs> yes! Finally! <laughs> and you know <laughs> you what she did, did it. You know what she did? Well, all women do. She probably sent him a little text. Big I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Fuck out of here, bitch. I hope, I hope Tiger hit him with the biggest. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Nah, who's this? That's who you go. Who who's this? this? New number. Who, new number. Who this? The kids are mine. You got to keep the kids now. Yeah. That's what I would do. Send that bitch back to Norway, bitch. <laughs> fuck out of here, yo. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You've never I'm been, so You've never been in that position as like the, 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 old, uh, the old ex that like dating somebody who's like, she used to date somebody that you kind of root for. And like she don't really like him like that no more, but you're just like, bro, wait. like I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Jets fan. Like what am I supposed to? Do? Wait, 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 explain <laughs> the scenario again. I'm I missing the right, So you were talking about your man's right, little, yeah. uh, baby butter. Yeah. So you were talking about um, you know, her, her new boyfriend had to go watch Tiger Woods. Yeah. And like be excited for him. Yeah. While she was probably sitting there salty, right? Yeah. You've never dated somebody who like I dated a girl, right? Dated a girl <laughs> who used to date somebody that like who you had an root ex. For? Did I okay? Have I ever rooted for one of my girl's exes? Yes. Like for example, has an ex of mine ever dated an athlete yeah. or something Drake. like that? <laughs> 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 or let's hear this one. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no she no, did. I'm she so- didn't date Drake. <laughs> I'm saying it was like, a rumor, yo, there it was, was a, a rumor, rumor. It was a rumor, rumor going around, but no, no, Listen, no. come on, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, Drake, listen. not that stupid, bro. Come on. I, <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you've been making mistakes oh like that. Oh my god, bro. I was like, I was in that position before. Really? Who? Yeah, I can't say who, but I was. Can like, you say the, the athlete? I'm a Jets fan, so I was like, "Well, I'm supposed to not root for the Jets." Oh, <laughs> nah, that that one's tough. What but dead ass though, I root for every one of my ex's new boyfriends, new especially new ones. I root for them. You should, please, bro. That's 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 the that's the kind way to look at things. Not bro. even kind. It's just like, do that as long go just go. keep it away from me. Be happy, <laughs> yo. As long as they're happy, Facts. it's good, bro. I'm not. This is how, this is how we differentiate between men and women. Like women yeah. want you to be fucking. There, women are in like constant competition to do better than you after oh, the breakup. Yeah. Me, I hope you fucking. I hope you are doing the living your best life. Like yeah. legitimately, like yeah. S- Honestly, me like I hope you become a millionaire. Right. I hope you're dating like the best. I hope you're getting the best dick. I hope you are happy as fuck. Yeah. I, because yeah. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, listen, whatever, ha- whatever makes you happy, yo. Yeah, I want you to be happy. Not as happy as me, but I want you to be happy. I want you to be like a little happy. less happy than me, but I still want you to be happy. Matter of fact, I don't really care. Whatever level of happiness you are, I want you to have it. Have it. Have your fucking happiness. But that's the thing. A girl only wants you to be less happy than them. Yeah. If they're A-plus happy, Even- you can be A-minus happy, but they don't want you to be A-plus happy mm-hmm. in their B. That's like if, if you got if, – if anybody like if got kids, dating, right? Yeah. Like there's somebody – like if you got a baby mama, your life is only good when she's dating someone new. Uh-huh. Like your baby mama's new boo – is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Your peace, your solitude, your happiness is relies on that man. Do not be competitive with that man. Mm-hmm. Because as long as they're good together, your life is good. Mm-hmm. Every one of my friends that has a kid has told me that shit. The second that the baby mama breaks up and they're alone and they blame your ass yeah. for being alone and leaving them with a kid, mm-hmm. life is horrible. There should be a service where you could hire dudes to date your baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's called Alex. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, now, so that, that's your shit, now, Alex? We, now we can joke about that. Okay, that's your shit, Alex. Okay, the service is called Alex Media. <laughs> <laughs> you like the you like the little uh, baby mamas? They have good pussy. Oh, they, they have great pussy. That's yeah, why they, they have babies. Yeah. yeah, you know, busting a girl because her pussy feels <laughs> bad. It's got good. It's got a good Yelp And they're like, and they usually like Yelp yeah. right there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is worth this, nutting. This it. was worth that. Alex, you can't even have sex with black baby mamas. <laughs> the fuck, bro? I'm not gonna lie. I love I love girls with a kid, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they're Dude, occupied and shit. They, they like, I think all women yeah. need a kid because <laughs> they do because it it's like so many of these girls hate their job, right? But at least. Girl with a kid hates her job, but she has something to focus on and and use all that mental time. Do you know what I'm saying? Just need to love something more than you. (laughs) For real, you just need to. I need. I can't be there all the time. Do you know what I mean? I can't be there for you all the time. I can't be there to discuss it. You just need something to occupy your fucking crazy ass brain. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. You have a crazy brain, and if it's not working on something, it's going to be working on what I'm doing. <sighs> right? The only reason you're looking at whose posts I liked on Instagram is because you don't have a kid to keep alive. The second you have a kid to keep alive, you don't give a fuck whose priorities posts I like. It's shifted. priorities. Yeah. 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 All you girls that got three Instagram accounts, why don't you have one other for your kid? That's all you need to do. You have one other for that kid of yours. You have three others because you got no fucking kids. You have one other kid, and all you'll be doing is feeding that fucking thing and getting applesauce off of your sweaters. That's, that should be your life. That should be your life. You need Women need kids. We need to promote Thanks. kids. Thanks. More kids. More fertility. God More fertility. Yo, uh... Uh, by the way, we got a new episode of uh, Westerbros. Westerbros is back for Game hey. of Thrones. Hell yeah. Uh, mad fun. I want you guys to go check it out. Shouts to uh, you know Game of Thrones is back. But Westerbros is up. Uh, we put the first episode of Flagrant 2 feed um, because we forgot the password to the Westerbros. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just got it. You got right it right now? now. Yeah, okay, so we're probably going to put ah, that one up. Keep it on the Flagrant feed. But, uh, <laughs> we might keep, keep on the Flagrant feed. Keep it in the family. We might keep on the Flagrant feed as well But uh, so y'all can check it out. But I know that there's people who listen on the Westerbros feed and they might not listen to Flagrant. So I want to like get them. But we could. It's a good. It's a good welcome back to the you know. But so. uh, we so family. if y'all y'all saw it, I'm assuming. But uh, just to, we, I figured out why Bran is so um upset. Okay. Uh, I think it's because he's been shitting himself and nobody's <laughs> helping him. Right, like, like he's just been sitting on his fucking seat, and people are like, y'all really just gonna not wipe my ass? Like, clearly I can't take my own shits. I'm shitting on myself. You just keep throwing fox fur on my legs to cover up the smell, right? Oh, and yeah. uh, and this is why he's been so upset with his family. He's like, I'm not your brother anymore. And it's like, yeah, I wouldn't call someone my brother who just didn't <laughs> wipe my, my brother. ass. Yeah, you walk around these shitty ass drawers, <laughs> right? So, but the funniest thing is, there's a reason his name is Bran. Because <laughs> like, he needs to eat more <laughs> <It's> fiber. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, yeah, more yeah. of these he hot takes. That one of those. That's why Hodor affected him so much. Son, hold the door. I'm yeah. shitting. Yeah. Don't let these goddamn children of the forest in. I'm trying to take a shit. Hold the door. Hold the door. I haven't shit in three seasons. Let me take a shit. Hold the door. So more hot takes on Western Bros about it. Again, we are not experts. We're not. We don't know all like the crazy nerd theories, but we can yeah. get in on ourselves. Yesterday very... was my first time ever watching. Really? Ever? It was very fun to recap the timeline. <laughs> oh, tell me. I was live tweeting that. Show. I was like, yo, I didn't. Everyone's telling me, yo, you gotta binge. I'm like, I'm not gonna binge. I'm okay. not gonna go with no prior knowledge. You I are ruining watched. a great experience for yourself, but it's very funny. I heard, yo, I was having, I was having a blast just like off of other people's reactions. Like, oh, we should have documented I mean, this. This would have been so cool. I mean, I'm gonna watch next week too. 
so yeah. Yeah, we should do a video of this. It's a. <laughs> Yeah, we could. We should do. Let's watch the next step together. Yeah, I'll do it. I was like, oh, All right, this, I'm like, dude, I'm like, fucking, uh, what's the guy, the, the little, the, the little person, the midget, the midget. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm like, this guy walks around with the biggest dick on the show. Like, he's yeah. mad little. I mean, <laughs> comparatively, <laughs> his dick is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like imagine your be. dick was half the size of your legs. <laughs> like you would have an ego too, which and is not really is the size of his arm. <laughs> Real talk. Way. Yeah. Proportionately, that's this guy jerks off like a headlock. He just hugs him. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Dude, okay, baby bowel movement Schultz. I got to go take one. Right, baby, um, yeah, you guys hold it on. What are we talking about? Let's get into uh, some these talk- playoffs. What, 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 playoff uh, yeah, okay, let's do playoffs. Let's, let's do, do playoffs. It. Let's do it. All right, uh, do me a favor. Do not discuss... Because there is there is a, a very important topic that we're going to get to in, in, in a little bit, but okay. don't discuss... Uh, Kyle Lauer until I get back. Oh, yeah. Okay, you please. guys start. I'll, I'll, else. Don't discuss I'll wait that. on that. Please. We got that. Um, Shells knows Kyle Lowry. Yeah, kind sadly. I, I, would, I would hate to know him right now. But yeah, lots of upsets. Lots of upsets on game Yo, one. I didn't, I literally, Saturday, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch the games. It's like, ah, first round. There might be some good games, whatever. All upsets. Lots of upsets. The only non upset was the Warriors, which is so upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's upsetting. Oh, That's my upset. Yeah. And it's fucked up because, like, now Steph Curry has like 20 20 vision. So he's just like fucking oh. tossing them shits anywhere. I'm like, oh. It's so fuck like how fuck this motherfucker was 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 breaking records with half of his vision. He would have he, he had a, uh, a stigmatism. Some some shit where like he just didn't have like contacts or whatever like he couldn't see, and like now he got contacts right, right before the finals and now he's just like going ape shit. Right before the finals Get last year. Right before, right before the finals. Right before the playoffs this year. Oh wow. He got like a vision oh, wow. correction surgery and wears contacts now. Some shit. Okay. Nuts. But um, fucking upsets, yo. The Brooklyn Nets. I've been trying to listen. I've been trying to talk about more Brooklyn Nets on this. You pod. should talk about Brooklyn Nets. That's probably where KD going. For a long time, yo, listen, I, yo, bro. I'm not gonna hold you, man. Like, why wouldn't he go there? It's it's it pains me as a Knicks fan because I'm just like, all right. If you're if you're KD and you've seen everything LeBron went through, you clearly know it wasn't a basketball choice for him to go to LA. Yep. And everybody just pegging KD, pegging KD, pegging <laughs> KD to go to <laughs> to the New York Knicks, right? Um. Clearly, it's not a basketball decision if he's going to play for the Knicks. Well, I've thought about this for a Knicks fan. I thought about your point of view. Mm. If they win the lottery, yeah, or right. even get the number two pick in Ja, right. and they get Kyrie, and they get KD, Ja might not fit, but like Zion, KD, and, and that's a Kyrie, fucking yeah. squad. Absolutely, RJ Barrett. Might be good with them because he'll know he's not the alpha. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. will unquestionably. I think be. anybody you draft knows they're not the alpha. And the Knicks are gonna get a good pick, so maybe if you get KD and Kyrie and that good player. Oh yeah, then that's then that's a championship team in next, not this first year, but the second year, I think. Maybe. Absolutely, but I'm saying with this with this team, like if if it's strictly basketball and you just gotta plug somebody in, like if you're Kevin Durant. And you're looking at how the Brooklyn Nets are playing, and how free they play, yeah, and how much fun they're having when they're playing. And you're in Brooklyn, and you're in New York, and you don't have that fucking pressure. That fucking you still have like the 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 lovely, beautiful New York media to like hype you up when you're doing good. Yeah, you don't have that fucking insurmountable pressure of being a Nick. You don't got like Dolan. To, you don't have Dolan breathing down your neck. You don't have. You actually have like. A, a really good and proven coach and like Kenny Atkinson who's done like well with like lesser parts for most of his career 
why aren't you looking at Brooklyn right now as like because nobody wants to see Brooklyn win a championship? No, I know <laughs> nobody I, cares to see Brooklyn win a championship. But it's, it's you it's, gotta it's go weird, to the though. Knicks. We want to see the Knicks back. Absolutely, I would That's actually. Why. I'm not gonna front. I'll get caught up in the hype if the Knicks were good and I'm in New York. Not, I get caught up in I the really hype. I move back. I think they're good. <laughs> Yo, I'll be I think, out of Jersey. I really think they're a good team. Ooh. Like I saw them play a couple times. You can see them pulling back. Like they the were Knicks? trying to take. Knicks you can see them. Pulling oh yeah, no, they're absolutely taking. Like they're a good absolutely team. Yeah. Like on Grace, the on the who, low, they're a good who's team. Who's good? Like they just they. they you, have to, play, you have to watch them play. Like they'll they'll be competitive. Good team. For three ball. quarters, and then you'll see them just take the, take the their foot off the gas. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they're good. What is their seed if they try their hardest? What seed are they? They easily could have been eight seed. This All season, if they, if they tried their hardest, they, they easily could have got the eight. If there wasn't easily, like, suck easily, my dick easily. Easily. <laughs> easily. Oh, sorry, my bad. It's my okay. bad. I forgot easily. who I was talking to. <laughs> if, they, if they are looking at like the shiny toy that is Zion at the end of the season, yep. if he wasn't... Bro, in, they're a ninth, tenth seed at best. Nah, no, I'm saying... You I'm, think they, fuck, they got 24 more wins? Yep. They beat the Hawks almost all four. I think they beat the Hawks four times this year. Oh, wow. The, the Wizards Hawks aren't were good. 12 games out of the playoffs. The Wizards aren't good. The Heat. 10 games out of the playoffs. Missed. Not 10. games. The Hawks. The that's Wizards, a, 32 the wins. The eighth seed has got 41. So that's nine games. That's to be better than them, you need 42 wins. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm telling you. They're not better than the Heat. I watch next season. Even if we don't get KD. I'm once once watch. they can start playing. Yeah. Oh, boy. They'll definitely be a lot better next year. But as far as Brooklyn's concerned, you look at them right now. They got so many uh, interchangeable pieces. They got veterans. They got young guys. They're led by a dude with a chip on his shoulder who, before, like, people, like, I don't know why people forget. Like, coming out of college, D'Angelo Russell was that fucking dude. Like, everybody was on this guy's dick coming out of Ohio State. Like, he went number two overall for a reason. And then, like, the whole people, the whole cell phone shit and the Snapchat shit, people forgot about that and forgot, like, how good of a player he was projected to be. I can't believe be. the Lakers sacrificed him for fucking Nick Young. Dude. <laughs> Ain't that some shit for Nick Young and Iggy Azalea's love? That's what I'm saying. Can you believe that shit? Can you sacrifice a star for two more trash people? Dog, if you look at D'Angelo Russell, he kind of plays, like, a slightly smaller James Harden. Like, same game. So annoying? Annoying, yes, extremely annoying. Like those fucking little pull-ups. He's, he does. He's not fast, boring at all. He's very shifty, but like it's 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 hard to game plan for. It's hard to like guard against. And like he was given the Sixers, who I thought were gonna come out the East if they were healthy, giving those motherfuckers the balloons. I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah. My friend from Philly, mm. big Philly sports fan, said I don't. I think this was a week ago. He said, if the Sixers get the the Nets, that's a bad matchup for them. I don't think they make it out of the first round. A lot round. of people said that. I think Boston might make it out, man. Milwaukee's, I think, a better team, but I don't I don't believe. I'm worried about the lack of experience. Oh, I picked Toronto, actually. I picked Toronto to come out. Um, not looking good right now. Not looking but good that's right what now. We'll I, still, I still believe uh, I had Toronto also, but after yesterday, I don't fucking know. Unless if Kyle Lowry fucking shit. Lays another fucking egg. I don't know what to tell. We'll you. talk about that when Andrew gets done shitting. But uh, the Bucks, man. Like, Which upsets do you think are going to happen? This is a question I want. Real, I want cause and effect. What's going to happen, cause? Ah, <laughs> uh, I can see. I can see the Nets getting Philly out of here, man. Jo- Joel Embiid looks hurt again. Can we Bent, talk about this fucking cell phone? Fucking. Uh, I didn't think. It was, all right, let's talk about it. Did you think it was that big of a deal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Wait, really? You're losing. Fill me in. I didn't. So Amir Johnson, when they were like getting clapped, whatever. Amir Johnson and Joel Embiid were on this on the bench, just scrolling through a cell phone, like on the bench. It's a huge no no. You can't have yourself on that middle of a game. He's young. My thing is like. I don't think yeah, it's that he's big stupid. Of a he's exactly. stupid. Fine, but I don't young think it's that stupid. Big fine, but that's still stupid. It is. It's, young it's not people the best do look. stupid shit. That don't make it. It's not as as big of a deal if you're young, but it's still a big deal. Amir Johnson's not young. <laughs> Joel Embiid's Joel a match player. Sort of young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amir Johnson said, "My daughter was extremely sick. Don't come to the game. You're not even <laughs> playing. No one's gonna fucking miss you, and no one's gonna be like, yo, how could he not sit on the bench in a suit if his daughter's sick? Who gives a fuck?'" Come here and be a cheerleader. Yeah. No one gives a fuck if your daughter is sick. Go be with her. Yeah. No one needs you at the game. What you doing? I don't know, man. I I, I don't think it's that big of a deal for some reason. I feel like 2010. Man, don't lie to me. My daughter is sick. Yeah, that's like that was, yeah, that was late every week, and he got some whack ass excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I was I don't need the today. excuse. I was honest today. I was yeah, like, yo, was. I thought I could sleep for ten more minutes, and, and it made I was things like, oh, a lot fuck. better. <laughs> but um, nah, dude, it's like. Alright, yeah, this is wild. This wild and he's looking at fucking text messages. Fine, your daughter is sick. You don't need to be at the game. You not playing. Nobody needs Amir Johnson. Look at this man goatee. He's been around forty five years. <laughs> oh, been... so Embiid didn't have a phone. No, he's oh, well, looking they were at both it. looking at it. Yeah. Oh nah. He's looking at a message maybe from his wife about his daughter. Don't go to true. the game. That's wild. What do you mean? Like team support. Your daughter is sick. Support that team. What You're if not just, that important to this team. What if it's just like a flu? Let me tell you something. You really Eden's daughter f- is sick. We could do without Eden. <laughs> Go be with your motherfucking daughter. Dog. Yeah, but if it's just a flu. No, he said extremely sick. My daughter is extremely sick. To black sick. people, that's the flu. <laughs> 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 like dead <laughs> Yeah, yo, we got the blue. Yo, I'm dying. Son. Yo, let me tell you I'm something. About, let me tell you something. If that's real, uh, a little PSA for black people, you've been through much worse than the flu. All right, <laughs> oh, God. the flu All ain't right. that big a deal. Listen. Relative, I'm trying to speak to your struggle. Keep things in perspective. Yeah, but we have like real. We got a lot of flus. And so when we get sick, it's huh? like it's a big deal. We yeah. got extra human strength. That's why it's we, not a big deal if you get the flu. You can still dunk with the flu. I bet his daughter could dunk right now. Well, we did see Jordan. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Just, I don't think it's a big deal. You know what bothered me more is Draymond Green was just like, yeah, because you never had your cell phone out during work. People do have their cell phones out during work, and if they get caught, they get in trouble. True. That's how it goes. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. what's happening here. He should probably get in trouble unless he spoke with like his people beforehand. Did he speak with like the coaching staff? No, he got fined. Oh, he got yeah, fined already? Yeah. Uh-huh. And if your daughter's extremely sick, straight up, you don't need to be at the game. If you are Joel Embiid, I, hey, you probably should be at the game. If you're Amir Johnson... You're fine, dog. What's his career stats? Not career. What's his this year's stats, Eden? Can you look up this year's stats? Also, Draymond Green is tweeting that annoying me because you're playing terribly this year, so just shut up. Yeah. Like, if you were still Draymond Green, it'd be like, all right, whatever. Let's all look right, at the stats we can't do without. Points, oh, my God. What are we going to do without your four points and three rebounds? Your daughter's extremely sick, I know, but we need those four points and three rebounds a game. And one assist. And one assist. And one assist. Rounded. that one. Jesus Christ. Come on, um, bro. 37% uh, field goal percentage versus Brooklyn, you're good. You're I still don't good. think it was that bad, big of a deal, man. I still don't think it was that big of a deal. I just think it's like, just be honest. Like, just, just be like, yeah, man, I, was, yeah, I, no, I, I shouldn't like have my phone out. My bad, yo. Don't be on your phone. <laughs> if your daughter's actually sick, like, don't that guilt, sucks, don't but you guilt, don't need to be at the game. Like, don't guilt people for, like, yeah. catching you. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, you weren't trying to get caught. Like, you were doing the whole fucking, like, the shit to the side. Like, yeah. now, don't guilt people for catching you. Like, oh, well, shit, my, my daughter was sick. And, uh, like, my bro. Man, bruh. fuck that. 
Don't have. If I have my phone on during a set, I'm an asshole. Yeah. And if my daughter is sick, I gotta put my phone away because I'm if I'm headlining and if I'm from the motherfucking guest set who flew in who gets three minutes, maybe mm-hmm. I'll check my phone. Yeah. Or I could just not do the spot. What would you rather I do? Check my phone during my guest set that's very unimportant to the show or just not show up? Well, it's a little different as a comedian because sometimes you guys bring your phone out to look yeah. at notes. To look at notes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I know some like pro players who will like go to the locker room or like fake go to the bathroom to like check text Sorry, messages guys. and check phones and stuff like that. I'm back. I'll say something real, like just, real quick. The really upsetting part for me is that they're down by 26 at this time. Yeah. So uh, that's a really bad time for him to be checking his phone and going through all that stuff. Yeah, nah, it for sure looks like he was like ready to like make his like dinner plans after the game and shit. Like, this is Amir like, oh, Johnson. Well, yeah. Amir Johnson, yeah. They're definitely texting hoes, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the pick. Can you go back to it? Which one? Or yeah. the video? Oh, my God. I love the first shit of the day. It's always good. Man, I had I oh, took so good. I took two bangers yesterday you back did? to back, bro. Brussels sprouts fucking did me in. Dude, what the fuck is this? Bleacher Report? Why does that guy have all those scars on his ribs? Well, you know, Bleacher always trying to get some fucking <laughs> black people to pay attention. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's the video. There's two. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. He's blue. Yeah. He's yeah, blue. Yeah. yeah, so whoever texted him prior to his blue text was just a one word or one letter text. It was like oh. K. K. He got a he got K'd. Yeah. Damn, bro. He got K'd. That's probably what happened. Yeah, he probably, looked at Joel, he probably told Joel, like, yo, did I say something wrong? Why she came me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know, man. I probably wouldn't have led with that. He's <laughs> 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 good. <laughs> Fucking... Uh, text etiquette's terrible. Uh, yeah, I mean, you get paid millions of dollars, and um, you, you know, I listen. I'm all about kids. If that's your kid and you're Amir Johnson, you don't need to be at the game. Straight up. Or it's very easy to um, have someone else hold your phone during the game, and if there's pertinent information also that's necessary, true. you can walk off the bench. Yep. Go into the locker room or just go backstage or whatever they call it into the tunnel. Do some texting outside of cameras, but to do it right there on the bench is absurd. Yeah, they lit. You have literally hundreds of people that work for the organization that would be more than happy to hold your phone for you and, and text, check in. Let check me know in. every twenty minutes. And all they have to do is a little sign, like, "Hey, Amir, you just got a text from your wife." Mm. I, I understand your hit kid's sick. Room. Just hit the just locker, the locker room. room real quick. Yo, exactly. Gotta what I said. Boom, yo. So it's like I'm kind of busy right now, as you can tell. Turn boom. on ESPN. You get paid <laughs> millions <laughs> of dollars to not even play. It was after the half. <laughs> During the half. Anyway, there's just you. You don't even have to be there. So, like you said, you could stay home, or you could just have somebody. It's just so wildly stupid. Mm. It's so wildly stupid because you know you're going to get caught. Like, of course, we have to understand there are hundreds and hundreds of professional cameras. Not to mention everybody with their own everybody's cell phone own camera. phone. Mm. So, and you know that you're going to have girls that are keying on you specifically in the audience. All they're doing the whole time is just checking you mm. out the whole time. Let me tell you something, man. You know who loves Amir Johnson this morning? Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. If it yeah. wasn't for this cell phone shit, we'd be talking about Ben Simmons all fucking day because I again, missed the game. How badly did he play? Oh, my. It's just. I think nine points he had? There's a, a video of, I just saw. He was getting saw. booed on the free throw line and shit. And he yeah. was, the, every time he touched the ball, he started getting booed and he got booed off the court. And wow. he said something along the lines of, like, yo, if you're going to boo me, uh, stay. O-. Yeah, if you're going to boo, stay on that side. 
Yeah, finished with nine points. Jesus Christ. Well, that's the thing. If you cannot shoot in the NBA in the playoffs, you get exposed. Yeah. Simple as that. Every year. Oof, God, it's such an ugly jumper. It's Somebody tweeted us a video this morning of Ben Simmons in college, and he, it was, I mean, it's highlights, but he's shooting some jumpers. In high school, too. He used to be able to shoot. So what happened? I have no fucking idea. Injury? In his head. Nerve damage? I think that, I think it's actually not in his head. I think there's a functional flaw with the way he holds the ball. Mm. And he kind of tucks his thumb. If you watch it again. He got so, that Markel? Uh, no, no, no. That's a nerve damage. Mm. I think it's the way he holds the ball. So he kind of like tucks his thumb under mm-hmm. when he's holding it. Mm-hmm. So he never really has control of the basketball. And all the great shooters, the basketball is controlled. Yeah. So look at it. Watch. Look at what. Watch when he holds the ball right here. There's. Now look at it. Now look at his thumb. Can you pause? Oh, I saw it. When he lifts it up here. See? It's like his thumb is tucked in. It's like an angle, yeah. It's an angle, right? So look, when your thumb is tucked in, that is the most... There's... Wait. Okay. So that's the most important part of... That's the most important part of any jumper, mm. right? It's and it's also the reason why they're you know keep your elbow keeping in. the elbow tucked, yeah, right? If you now I'm I'm a guy who doesn't shoot with the elbow tucked, mm. and that's why I'm not as good a shooter right. is because I don't have the same control of the basketball yeah. that a Curry has. If you even look at Curry, Curry isn't even putting the ball way over his head. No. No. Curry's got it it's like right here. next to his face. Yeah. Right, because the more you keep the elbow tucked, the less it, less less uh, can go wrong. Yeah, less can right, go right. Less wrong. can go wrong. Right, it's one straight shot. You turn right. into that Chinese robot that can just hit those half court jumpers. Now, when the elbow's out here, you just can't balance the ball as well. Yeah, right. It's more aiming. It's if you, if you, exactly if it's right. Crooked, yeah. So right here, the ball is balanced. If the ball is balanced, there are less things to control. Yeah. It's all about controlling the variables. Elbows out here, mm-hmm. the ball's rolling off. Yeah. So now you're controlling the ball with your fingertips. Yeah. And trying to aim and push it. Elbow straight, mm-hmm. straight, straight follow through. Look, like at, look at it again. Like, look at his thumb. Watch it. Watch his thumb the after the follow through. At the very top for a second, his thumb is like tucked underneath the fingers. Yeah. The guy will never be a good shooter like that. If they get him to hold the ball like this, you can mitigate. See, but I'd agree with you if he always was a bad shooter. But right. if you used to be a good shooter, like. You don't wait till you get to the league to change the way you start shooting. I mean, and shooting. to be fair, like the, the level of competition definitely jumps up a lot from high school and college. But at the uh, same time, you're like, looking at the made shots in high school. Yeah, you're not looking at all the time he missed shots in uh, high school. Right. And his shooting percentage in high school is probably really high because most of those shots were layups. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't <laughs> layups. So yeah, he's gonna hit a couple like mid-range jumpers when you're feeling yourself. You can get you can get it to go, yeah, but it was never when consistent. You're, when, you're, when you're dunking on everybody in high school and college, look at, okay, right here, pause. It in. Look, you see how his thumb is right mm-hmm. there? His thumb is not at a ninety degree angle. It's not spread. It's not spread. Yeah. Right above his, the rim. Spread your fingers. Spread, you get better ball yeah. rotation. Mm-hmm. And and not only better that? ball rotation, you just get more control the ball. Control the ball because yeah. of the distance. Like look how wide your thumb yeah. to pinky yeah. ratio yeah. can be. Right. Yeah. That was a great fucking form. Who's not, who don't who doesn't really get like a lot of attention for having great form? Kawhi Leonard. Quillen has huge yes. fucking hands. Perfect. His elbow is always fucking Perfect. tucked, and he fucking he's a machine. Straight up, machine. like that, ro- like the robot. He just mm-hmm. straight up, straight out. Mm-hmm. And That's you don't want it. And when you're fucking, when you're going like this, <laughs> when you're shooting like this, it's way more aim. So yeah. you, there's a lot less. Just th- look there's at a whole that lot thumb. That can go wrong. There's no way you can control. Now what also you happens shoot, is this: you want to shoot going down. You sure. never want to shoot at the basket. At the, okay. So the other thing about this, right? When you don't have your thumb wide, right? The ball, in order to balance it is balancing your palm. Mm-hmm. They always say the great shooters have daylight, yeah. meaning 
the ball right here. exactly the ball is rested on the fingertips mm. and a little bit on whatever that part of your finger is. I don't know what that color is. You mm. know where it's callous right. when you lift weights. Digits, I guess. No, no, no. This shit right here, like the t where your where your fingers and palm touch, right. and it's callous okay. from weightlifting. Okay. It rests there a little bit, but there's daylight on the palm. Yeah. Now you have all palm. Now that when you're shooting all palm, there's no touch. Touch is fingertips. Right. There's a reason Steph has an elite touch, mm -hmm. and it's because it's all tips. So you can really direct the ball. Mm -hmm. The guys that shoot with palm, and I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah. It's luck, bro. You're yeah. throwing it up there, and you hope that it goes in. Yeah. Simple right. as that. Yeah. And that's Ben Simmons. He'll never be a good shooter until he fixes that. Yeah. Until he fixes that, and you're not gonna you're not gonna learn how to shoot in the playoffs. Bro. Fuck no. <laughs> but the, here's one other one of those things, and we're gonna get to our next guy who who falls in the same category in a way. There is. What happens is you have a guy like Ben Simmons, right, or like Shaq shooting free throws, where you see how bad they are and you're like, well, you're going to have some time off this summer. What are you going to do? Is you're just going to work on that skill, right? right. You're going to do nothing right. but work on that one skill because right. you have tons of time off. Right. And that's what we would do if we had tons of time off right. from our, for our careers, right? right? And then they come back and they just haven't improved the skill at all. And you're like, what? Do you not want it bad enough? Like, what? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, is it much harder than I think? I don't want to assume you're not working on it, but it's not any better. It's not any better. So you, you clearly must not have worked hard, or working hard is what gets you here. And God forbid you stopped working hard, right? You'd be even worse. Mm. And that takes us to our next uh, guy we're talking about, which is playoff Kyle Lowry. Mm. <laughs> playoff Kyle Lowry is the most disappointing basketball player that I've ever seen. And I'll tell you why. Kyle Lowry is 5'11", maybe. Okay? It could be 5'10". Do you know what type of mental toughness it takes to be 5'11 or 5'10 and then become an elite all-star basketball player in the NBA? Mm, it is point. Unbelievable mental toughness. Good point. So what is so shocking to me is how could you be that mentally tough in your entire life to overcome what you have managed to overcome, mm -hmm. and then in the playoffs become a, a shell of yourself? You're fucking <laughs> Theon Greyjoy, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's like you're reek, bro. You are fucking reek. Oh for seven. Thirty-seven minutes. Thirty-seven minutes. He oh for seven, and it's one of those things where. And the Raptors are going to have to, eventually you're going to have to fucking realize this. This guy is a balloon, okay? A balloon needs to be inflated. And when you inflate it, it can go as big as it possibly can, right? Mm. A balloon can get sizable with inflation, right. but you have to breathe the air into that balloon. Right. And the Raptors are not doing that. The Raptors are going, hey, it's... It's all-star. I mean, no, sorry. Hey, it's it's the playoffs. This guy's going to show up because that's what athletes do, right? And yeah. when it comes crunch time, no. It's balloons need inflated. Yeah. Okay? Balloons need inflated. You need to get this guy buckets at the beginning of the game. Oof. If I would not be surprised if next game you see the first four or five plays are called for Lowry mm -hmm. to get a layup. Mm -hmm. He just needs to see the ball go in. Yeah. Right? Because when he goes a quarter without shooting, right? right. And then the only shots he is taking are end of shot clock shots, mm -hmm. which often happen to be bad, bad shots, right. which yeah. don't go in. Uh -huh. So now your confidence gets chipped away even more. Right. And now you're leaning right into that 
playoff Lowry that I'm, I'm sure he's aware of. Oh, yeah. Now, the, now you know, the, the footsteps are – he's hearing the footsteps behind him. Like, fuck, now I'm going to have to hear this shit again, you know. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, the pressure of you're the number three guy behind, you know, Kawhi and, and Pascal Siakam now. And, you know, you got to be able to – Behind Gasol, too. Gasol, too. Why are they trying to move him for uh, Conley with Gasol? They wanted Conley. They wanted Conley, yeah. And uh, – and 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 if they had Conley, this would be a very scary team. To you got to remember, yeah. if if this guy doesn't play well, does Kawhi stay next year? No, Probably I had not. that thought. Kawhi and not tolerating this. I had that thought too, because I, I love Kyle Lowry. I didn't want them to trade Conley mm -hmm. for Conley, but I don't think Conley's going over seven in the playoffs. Yeah. I think Conley's a gamer. Oh no, Conley's, Conley's a, a huge gamer. Conley's huge gamer. gamer yeah. He's elite. He's elite genetics, like his his father was an Olympian, Olympic, like yeah. long jumper. Yeah, or some like shit. this is mm -hmm. you're talking about the mixture between like elite gen genetics and elite competitor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if your father's an Olympian, yeah, you have elite competitor mm -hmm. in yeah. you as well. Right. So I think Conley relishes these moments, and I think Kyle just doesn't, man. I, 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 it he doesn't. I mean, I've seen I mean like look Conley at his face. Big game I know cameras too. can just catch one moment, but like this is. <laughs> So this is a damning picture. Oh, he knows exactly what's going on. He's like, please carry us, Kawhi. Uh, Say that? Oh, 0 for 7, yeah. It geez. is just, it is It is tough, man. It is a tough 33 minutes, and he only put up seven shots. That's, and you didn't even get to the line. So that's think great, about that. That's the great Kobe quote, bro. Like, I'd rather see somebody, I'd rather you go 0 for 20 than 0 for 7. He that said that? Be, yeah. He said, I'd rather you go 0 for 20 than 0 for 7, because if you go 0 for 7, that means you beat yourself. You beat you your fucking self. Wow. You're scared. And, but now that we know what we're dealing with, mm. like, so here's the perfect example. It's like, Kyle, what are you doing in the offseason? Because you need to visit Tony Robbins. You need to visit Joel Alstein. <laughs> what you need to visit this? anybody. No. Last year you said he was reading all these self-help books. Okay, yeah, he'll read the self-help books. Mm. But yeah. he's not going the extra mile. Right. Do you know what I mean? Charlemagne reads self-help books, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need... We need like an intervention. We need emotional intervention. We right. need you to find that fucking strength somehow. I think it's deeper than that. I think you just kind of plateaued as a player. But the plateau but is all-star, and then now, you can't be all-star and then 0 for 7. Yeah. That doesn't exist, right? So if there's he was something at his plateau, happening. his regular season plateau, they'd win. They would right. have won. I well, mean, who's guarding him? Let's think about that. Think about this. This is Valley, bro. Who is Alfred Payton? No, DJ Augustine. <laughs> You're telling me you can't give DJ Augustine buckets? DJ gave him like a smooth 28 or 20-something. And the game <laughs> oh, winner. And the game winner. Gave him buckets. So, like, something's happening here, yeah. right? And it needs to be addressed, and the Raptors have to step it up, and the Raptors he have to. He consistently gets outplayed in the playoffs. Consistently. By other you need to lesser, feed him. lesser point guards. You need to get him the ball. I thought last year he had a pretty him. good playoffs until LeBron. I, thought. So, I forgot. I forgot. He, he put up a stinker against somebody, but I forgot who they were up against. Get him the ball. Let him cook. Wow. That that's that, yeah, look. If he, if and with not, all that, they still lost by like what? One, by what game out to the last shot? So that's the other. Re that's the other thing. In a close game, guys like that are even more reluctant mm -hmm. to shoot because it's like, well, we're in this. I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Right. 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 If right. they were getting blown out, it'd be almost better. Yeah. Or if they blew the other team out, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd be getting some, at least getting some shots in. Yeah, but. it's a goddamn shame, man. I like this guy. It is, it is a goddamn shame. Um, I want to, before we move on, I want to mention a couple things real quick. Um, a couple big, big things. First of all, Cleveland, thank you for everybody who came out to the shows, man. Sold out both of the shows at Hilarities. 
a big comedy club, man. I mean, that was like there's a second tier and it was pretty awesome. So thank you all so much and uh, thank the club for having me. Um, I got a bunch of shows coming up. The Matador Tour is in full effect. Uh, we're going to be in Austin uh, the 25th through 27th. You can get tickets just for my specific show. Those are now available. I see how these festivals do. They just sell a festival ba- badge yeah. at first to try to get you and then... Once they once they sold enough of those, they're like, oh, we do invi- individual tickets right, to the shows right. as well. So I don't give a fuck if you buy that pass. Just get the individual tickets. Come to the show. Um, that's available on my website, theandrewschultz.com. So we'll be there 25th through the 27th. I got one headlining show. Check the listings for that. Um, then we're at Dallas and Addison, actually. Akash going to be there yep, the 3rd, yep. but we'll be there May 3rd and 4th. Um, also, Austin, I want to go to that surf uh there's like a surf uh, wave pool type thing. I want to go check that out. Mm. So if any of y'all know, got the hookup for that, take us there. Uh, then we're in Nashville for one night, Zanies. Then Columbus, Funny Bone, one of the best comedy clubs in the country. So Columbus, pull up. Then St. Louis, Helium Comedy Club, new comedy club, pull up to that. Then Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Michigan, you know, um, hipster Detroit, as they call it, <laughs> uh, pull up. And then the official Monster Energy Present an outbreak presents the Matador tour starts in San Francisco. Only a few tickets left to San Francisco. Y'all been gobbling them shits up, so get on that real quick. Uh, then Indianapolis, then Cincinnati, then Denver, then Houston. Those tickets are going fast. Don't be late on those. Then Toronto. I gotta I gotta shout Toronto out, man. Toronto sold like a thousand tickets in a day. That's the most tickets I've ever sold in a day. Wow. Like what? we're doing Incredible. a theater in Toronto, the damn fourth, and that was fucking unbelievable. That's almost sold out. So spread the word on that. Thank y'all so much. Chicago, we're doing Thalia Hall, a theater as well. Get your tickets to that. Those are moving like crazy. Boston is moving like crazy. Um, and we're doing the Wilbur Theater in Boston. And then New York, November 22nd, the weekend after the New York Comedy Fest, because those fuckboys at the New York Comedy Fest won't book me at my own goddamn <laughs> festival. So we're doing the weekend right after, that Friday right after. I want to sell this show. New York, come fuck with me. I want to sell this show out before the New York Comedy Festival even announces their dates. And oh, then we do that. What we're going to say is that we're headlining the New York Comedy Festival because <laughs> their shit finishes and we're after them. So <laughs> that's what it is. But um, so that's 11 22. They really, you know, Flagrant was supposed to be part of the New York Comedy Festival. And they clipped it because then, of it. Yeah, then they Mm-mm. just didn't fuck with us. We had a live Flagrant 2 show and then they found out that I that I was in Flagrant 2 and then yeah. they took the show off it. So these are really? the people. Yeah, 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 these are people who did. And you know what it's about? These petty motherfuckers. The people who run New York Comedy Festival book Caroline's Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. I headline Gotham Comedy Club when I'm in the city, right. and that's the competitor. So they were like, nah, fuck this, fuck this guy. It's stupid because they could have had a theater show, but now they're not. So we're going to keep it all. Don't, anyway, yeah. come out, man. 11-22, get those tickets now early. Spread the word. Tell the family. Tell the friends. Tell the world. Tell your shorty, and uh, let's blow all these out. Let's sell all these motherfucking things out. Uh, and then big event, and then we get back to it. Big event, April 23rd, Giannis Papas blowing the light. Um, Andrew Schultz presents Giannis Pop is blowing the light. We are filming a cool project for my boy Giannis at New York Comedy Club, April twenty third. Two shows, I think it's seven and nine thirty. Uh, you can get tickets at newyorkcomedyclub.com. Um, you'll pull up to that. It's very limited, very intimate room, limited ass tickets. But it's a new thing that I'm going to start doing. Is I'm going to start shooting projects for other comics, and I'm very excited about this. Um, I hope some of y'all could be there. If you're in the New York area, definitely pull up to that. We got two shows that night, and this is going to be the new generation of comics helping other comics, comics producing stuff for other comics, 
And, you know, I hope we could do four of these a year, eight of these a year. Who knows? But I'm very excited um, to get started on this. So, yeah, man, it's 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 uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Everything we've been doing it with the Asshole Army and with the Patreon community and, and just helping each other out, we're just going to extend to the whole comedic realm as well, to the whole comedic world. So this is going to be our first venture in that, and I hopefully we'll have many more. So so check those out. All right. Um. You guys go. You got some some things coming up. Some oh shows. shit! Uh, do I? Fuck! No, I don't. But thanks everybody who came to Chicago uh, to do do say Palooza. Sold that bitch out. Uh, House of Blues is crazy. Um, fuck! Uh, I, don't, I didn't have much to promote this week. I, oh, I guess Cause and Effect on the Revolt. <laughs> That's about it. Check that out. Yeah. I am in Houston this Thursday, two days after this podcast come out. I heard the tickets are moving, so please keep buying. Sell that bitch out. It's in the secret group in Houston, April 18th, 10 o'clock p.m. Also, uh, don't completely boycott Caroline's. Come to two shows. <laughs> <laughs> I never said boycott Caroline's. I never said boycott Caroline's. I said they boycotted me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like, hey, man, go get your money. Go support Akash and support his his boys. Very funny. The ABDC Comedy Tour. April got 26th and 27th. April 26th, 27th at Caroline's. Caroline's is a great club. There is one guy there who I don't get along with for whatever reason, and it's really just some petty shit because I went with a different club instead of yeah. him, and he can't yeah. get over that shit. Right. But um, besides that, they got great people who help run that club. I mean, I just was over there at the Horrible Decisions live show. You know, I hosted that. Oh, I, yeah. I will support. The, I don't have any grudges in this right, business. Right. Mm. Yeah. None at all. Yeah. I just like, I like making people realize they're wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're going to do that with the New York show, but we're going to support Akash, and if I'm in town, I'm pulling up to... Come the fuck You said, when is it? April 26th and 27th. I'll be in... Uh, you might have been in... Because we want to get you on. I'm going to be in Austin. Yeah, but we'll get you on. But um, but yeah, man, so let's go support Akash if you're in town, man. Definitely, definitely yes, do that shit. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I'm cooking up a little... I'm going to do the thing you do where you announce it on the podcast, so you have to do it. Good. I'm going to hook up a little uh, tour with my boy Donish. He's... Uh, a guy, he's gonna be featuring for me in Houston. Uh, he's got a whip, so we're gonna go together. We're gonna, I'm gonna be headlining. We're gonna try to put together a little tour. Great, just a little ind- independent venues. Just see what we can do. So we're gonna get out there. Try awesome, to film man. Shit in every city. I'll hit up the asshole army. See Kill that up. shit, man. Yes, All right, sir. good. So, so we're gonna get more information about that soon. And uh, yeah, so go support, man. Akashing.com. Check out the website. Go peep a show. Do all that shit. And get on these shows early, man. I can't tell you how many people in Cleveland hit me up like, yo, how do I get tickets? I can't get tickets. I told y'all these shows sell out. I don't care how many months out it is. Go right now, get the tickets, okay? Because you, I know right now you're like, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. And then the week's going to happen, you're going to DM me and go, man, why the fuck is the show sold out? I don't got anything to tell you anymore. I gave you more than enough time. Did I not, Alex? Yep. Okay? And don't go DMing Alex saying, yo, Schultz <laughs> won't respond. Can you get us any tickets to the show? All right? Because you're not going to get in unless you're a fat girl. <laughs> 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 anyway, so... um Appreciate y'all supporting everything. Now let's talk about let's talk about something I'm very excited to talk about. Okay, somebody who has been a long time listener of the show, long time listener of uh, Brilliant Idiots. Mm. It's Asshole Army, gang, gang, gang. Mm. Someone that we, someone who predicted his own success maybe 12 years ago. Someone who we got behind and we predicted his success. You know, maybe a year ago, someone who's come on the show has rode with us. Mm. Someone who I am so fucking, 
I am so proud of this guy. Yeah, man. But I, and I am a very skeptical person in nature in terms of like talent. I'm not one of these guys that just goes, oh, this guy got it. You mm. know, certain people who they just say everybody got it. And then if that person ends up doing it, they get to go, I called it. Mm. Yeah, I am I'd, I'd not impressed that. easily. Okay. Yeah. I am not. This guy's a superstar. He is a bona fide fucking superstar. And it's rare that superstar personalities come with superstar talent. Mm hmm. And you're looking at it, and you better get the fuck on board right now. Israel Adesanya <laughs> is the UFC fucking Let's champion go. right now. Not only the UFC fucking inner middleweight champ, but the one of the best fucking fights I've ever seen. Guys, it was it in was my life. I'm not so, talking about boxing. I'm not talking about no, just fights movies. in general. It just is this, this this was first of all, he's the champ. Okay. Yeah. You're not the interim champ. You the champ. You're champ. Yeah. If right, right, right. if you cannot defend your belt for whatever the fuck reason, you lost the belt. You're not the champ. Okay. You're not the champ. This guy's a champ because he's fighting and he won it. Now, if you want to go get that belt, okay, Mister Whitaker, then you got to stay healthy and try to. Part of part of being a fighter is being healthy enough to compete. Okay. Oh, the biggest the, part the, of ability is, is availability. availability. Is, the biggest ability. part of ability is availability. I mean, that is really important, man. Mm -hmm. It is so crucial. And Izzy shows the fuck up. This motherfucker ain't healthy every fight. And he said the same thing about Gastelum. He was like, listen, I didn't feel 100%. And you know what? Gastelum didn't either. But we showed the fuck up. Fight now, I'm not fight, trying bro. to... Exactly. Now, I'm not trying to downplay a hernia, but it seems like my man Whitaker is, has a health issue every single fight. Mm. And I'm sorry, but when you have that, we're not calling you the champ because you have to defend the belt to be the champ. Okay, so when you get healthy, you could come get the real belt, which is on my man Izzy's waist right now. Now, there's nobody who could watch that fight and not say he's not the real champ. No, no, he's a real champ. You earned that shit. He's bro. a real he champ. He earned that fucking Bro, belt. this was, this was, and I think Izzy's going to be in New York this week, so hopefully we're going to have him on. <laughs> but um, this, is, this is one of the, if you watch this fight, we watched this fight right after the Cleveland show. We went with some some assholes to a bar called the Harry Buffalo in in, uh, in Cleveland, and we were watching a fight. And this is one of those fights, and I can't wait to talk to Izzy about this. But I text him and I said, I said, man, this was a special moment because you got introduced to who you really are. Mm -hmm. It is very rare. None of us in this room right now have found out what we're truly capable of because we haven't been brought to yeah. the end of our tank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was a fight. It was a brutal slugfest of a fight. And if you look at his face, I mean, he got touched. There's yeah. no doubt that he got yeah. touched. He was hurt. He came back. But the closer you get to death, the closer you are to life. And this guy realized, Izzy realized how deep he can go. Yeah. It's like holding your breath. Mm. When you're underwater and you can't get up, you find out how much time you could spend holding your breath. Yeah. If we hold our breath right now, we'll get to like a minute and we'll be like, oh man, that's all I had. Mm. If we have to to live, yeah. we might be two minutes. Yeah. We might be three minutes. Right. And that's what he experienced. He experienced... He experienced going to the depths of his fucking soul to pull out this fight. They call championship rounds for a reason. Didn't, oh my god! Didn't Roy Jones talk about that on uh, when we interviewed him? What he was he saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Fighters don't get pushed to their limits very often. I got pushed to my limits when he when he talked about Tarver. The fight, yeah, the Tarver fight. Yep. Not a, and that's what that's how you know when someone's a real champ. Mm. Is he's a real champ? He's a real champ. He found out what he has, and to be honest, when you go that far and then you come out victorious. 
I have to ask him about it, but my assumption is there is a newfound confidence yes. because you learned what you're now capable of. Yeah. You I got was, to the next level. And not only does he learn, everybody else saw it. Oh, absolutely. Everybody else but now it. when he gets to that point in his next fight, he goes, oh, I got more. Mm -hmm. Before yeah. this, right? right? He thought he knew how deep he could go. Right. And he just realized there's another lab level. Right. There's another gear. Right. So now when he's at that gear before it, he goes, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Oh, I got a whole another gear ready. Right. For you. You yeah. ready to take it to that next level? Let's go. Let's fucking go. The 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 way he switched the game plan up, I know we're dick riding hard, but let's go. It's so just boy, I was so boy, that's fucking boy, that's fuck, family. Son, I was so <laughs> fucking hyped, bro. I was uh, so fucking hyped because Gastelum touched him yeah, in that nah, first round. Gotta, like, look at his face. Like he does not look like it's the textbook. You should see the other guy. Son, he looked like Hitch. <laughs> yeah, he looked exactly. like fucking Will Smith and Hitch, <laughs> right, <laughs> bro? And if you see his Instagram story this week, like he was with his parents and shit. Like, like lay off like, the I'm shellfish, like, fam. Like, yeah, he was like rough, but goddamn, so go with that title though. Son, it was <laughs> it was one of those moments where okay, Gastelum and I give Gastelum a lot of credit. Elite head movement. This guy. You know, you're talking about some of the best hands in, in the game right here, right. Izzy. And Gaslam had great head movement. And there's something I didn't pick up with um, with MMA opposed to boxing and why the sports are, are different in this in this regard. Um, a boxing glove is a more massive... Right. It just takes up more space area. Right. So it is harder to dodge. Hmm. Right. A, a UFC glove is tiny. Right. Right? This, you could stay in the pocket more. Right. I can stay in front of you, and if you're coming up with my fist, this much, two inches of movement helps me dodge. Right. And this guy, Gaslam, could stay in the pocket. He was reminding me of, like, James Tony in a way, which was, like, he didn't mind being close, and he was able to counter, and he was able to touch Izzy, even though Izzy had a way uh, longer reach advantage, and then Izzy changed the game, and he went at that leg. And he started doing these low kicks to that fucking thigh, and he dug into that thigh and cut that fucking thigh down, and all of a sudden, you saw Gaston hesitate. Mm. And when he started hesitating, is he started picking him off, and yeah. then going to tack the leg. And then they started exchanging and dropping each other, and then that fifth championship fucking round, mm -hmm. when the fight was probably 2-2 on some of the scorecards. Yeah. He went out. He went out there and won it. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't run out the clock. No. Which is I think something they I hate. They should have stopped that fight. Was, that man was bad. dead. That man Gaslam was dead. Yeah, like when yeah. first of all, Mexicans don't fall. He and when you fall blows. three times like that, yeah. like I'm sorry, you got to stop that for his yeah. health. Right. Yeah. This should have been a stoppage. The referee's crazy. <laughs> like Joe Rogan is screaming, "Stop the fight, please! Mm -hmm. Stop the fight!" When Joe Rogan, who watches this sport all the time, yeah. right? Who used to watch people eat cockroaches? But he's <laughs> concerned about people's life. And he's like, "This yeah. is a lot for me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fam. Yeah. It's like stop the fight. Regardless, unbelievable fucking victory, man. Unbelievable fight. Unbelievable victory, man. Like the UFC needed this this weekend. It, Two amazing fights at the top of their card. We haven't even talked like, about the, the the Max Holloway Dustin yeah, Poirier fight. Yeah, like L it's like unreal that fight. That is enough. Those two fights were the best. Fights that I've seen on the same card in boxing and MMA yeah, history yeah. for meaning like usually you get one good fight like back to back, back to one <laughs> fucking real. Yeah, and, we, and we've said this for a while. Like we've said, like the UFC needs this dude. They need some new stars. They need big moments like this, especially going to ESPN. You're on the fucking mothership now, so everybody's watching mm -hmm. this shit, bruh. You gotta find a way to do an Izzy watch party. 
something. Next oh, fight. we're gonna we're gonna figure it out, man. Absolutely, but like, bro, it was just it was it was one of those fights that like even if he lost, you like. That motherfucker fought like a champion. Yeah. Like, the title is just is just icing on I the cake. I was so proud. Yeah. <laughs> I was so fucking proud because it's like it's not all the time. My buddy said this. My buddy mm. said this about when his wife gave birth. Mm. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rare in life that you see people give everything. Right. What is so impressive about birth is you watch your wife give everything that she fucking has yeah. to get this kid out. And you are blown away by effort, right? right. Like, like think about how blown away we are by by Westbrook, and that's not everything. Mm. This is just a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. right? And we're like, this guy, it's so much fun watching him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you watch the woman you love literally exhaust every ounce of effort in her body to give, a, to I'm give you this, to give to you give this life, this, right? Yeah. That's what we witnessed in this fight from both of them. Yeah. They gave everything. You're watching these guys let the tank go empty. They're both on empty right. in the third. Mm -hmm. And they give fucking everything. And when you see that, you can't help but feel like this immense pride. Mm -hmm. You gave it all. It's the human spirit, man. Like, we love watching motherfuckers like empty the empty fucking tank. tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Leave it all nothing. in the ring, man. Mm -hmm. When you see that shit go down, when you see two guys standing in front of each other exhausted and going, I'm going to take a punch to give one. Yeah. I'm just going to take one right. to fucking give one. Bro, it is a different connection. It's why we're drawn to fighters in a, in a different way than we're drawn to regular athletes. It's, it's, the, first, it's the first sport. It's real. It's, it's the authentic. Like, there's, the, there's nothing on this world. Like if Everything else is a metaphor, metaphor for sport. Exactly. Yeah. This, a metaphor for war? This is it's the closest war. thing to yeah. war. Mm -hmm. It's the reason why Ali was so important to yeah. us. It was like... There are some people that fight for us, and he really fought for us. Yeah. Right. Like, and you look at somebody empty the tank, and it is a transformative experience. You're, he's going to have different fans now. He's going to have a different level of fans. This is, the, this is the beginning of everything. Like, his, you know, the, the, everything he predicted is now coming true. Boom! I don't know how he stood up after that. Mexican, bro. <laughs> God Boom! Damn. God damn. God oh, damn. Look at his eyeball. Where are your eyeballs at, bro? Where are your eye No, you got to sit down, bro. You got to sit down. <laughs> you got to take a little rest. That You, you, you could have killed him right there. Look yeah, right oh. there, I should have stopped the fight, right? Yeah. I mean, oi! You got to sit down, bro. And it's night-night for you. I think you going to sit down right about okay. now. Sit down. And it's rare. It's rare when the hype exceeds, you know, exceeds the fight. You know, like, this guy's been hyped for a while. Not just by us. Like, anybody who watches mixed martial arts, anybody who right. watches fight sports, and right. saying, like, this guy's the next fucking guy. Yeah. Right? Even Bo even Bones had to fucking be, like, even John Bones was on Twitter talking, you know, like, yeah. you fighting these other guys. Like, all right, when you're ready to come to daddy, let me know. Yeah. You know? so Because they know he's the next dude. That's the money fight right there. Like, I don't know what at what weight they're going to fight. I know a lot of people are like, yo, John's going to destroy him. He's too big. He's too small. Whatever. They're going to figure out a way to get those two in the octagon oh, it will at happen. some point. Izzy don't mind fighting people on, on steroids. He said that. There was some guy. <laughs> he's, remember the guy he wanted to fight? He was like, yeah. he's on juice and I want to get him before he gets banned. Yeah. Oh, man. Before he gets caught. Oh, this was just such an amazing moment, man. Fuck, man. Just oh. to manifest something and to see it happen. Yeah. It was. And then just good respect between both of them. This was great. I mean, it was just. And you know what? Great sportsmanship the whole night. Like you said, Kaz. The UFC needed this night. There was another great fight between Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier, mm. and 
they it was an all out fucking war. Dustin ends up winning and taking the belt, and they embraced afterwards. I mean, Max was so fucking likable in loss. Yeah, he was just like he he was so effortlessly Hawaiian about it. <laughs> he was like he was like, hey man, fuck great knock, you know, you got to give it up to him. I love doing this shit. You I love fighters are like that though, right? Bro. It's weird. Like I don't know. Maybe I haven't gotten to enough fights to be like, hey man. Do we got a good knock along? Connor fucking got his ass handed to him by uh, by Nate Diaz the first time. Or Nate he was Diaz, like, "Hey, whatever. good knock." Like, hey man, got a good knock on me, brother. Like that's that's. I guess I was just like the Irish in him or whatever. But motherfucker, you can't is. hold a grudge when someone beats you, right? Because the grudge, in it's a the way, ultimate test of your ultimate yes. test let it all of your out, man. man. You we have to let it out. This. Yeah, we did talk yeah. about this, yeah. right? Strip yeah, everything away. Strip yep. away fucking guns, money, fucking. Whatever the fuck you have, that's material in this world. Mm -hmm. It's like you have your hands and your feet. And just attention. If we had tension, it's I've, I've given released. everything we have. Yeah. What tension can we keep holding in? Nothing. We yeah. gave everything. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. tension left. I have nothing left. Yeah, yeah, we both are aware of a fact that you beat me Yeah. and that I was beaten by you. Yeah. And so there's no ego anymore. And even if I beat you, it's like you gave me everything, man. I respect that. Exactly. You know but, what? But it's like it's like you don't have to have animosity towards me because you won. Yeah. Your your ego is satisfied. Right, right, right. And I don't have any animosity towards you because I can't have an ego because I was beaten. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's like why can we embrace in the ring? Because neither of us are proving anything. Yeah. yeah. It was no, already proven. To prove. Right. It's all, it's all out there. Questionable decision. That's different. Mm -hmm. But when you know yeah. how the fucking fight went down and everybody's aware. It was a beautiful moment, man. Yeah. It was a fucking beautiful moment. And props and props to the dude uh, Izzy beat, man, because it takes a lot to not fucking get knocked out. It takes a lot to just finish that fight. It takes a lot. Oh, bro. he's like, got a future, this he's, guy. He's fucking. It was, he's sharp. It was incredible. I was really impressed by him, man. He really real impressed. Short and shit. I was like, oh, he's gonna walk all over him. Like I did. Nah, I did not, not expect all. that fucking great counter punching. War. Great <laughs> power. He had yeah. unbelievable power, and mm -hmm. Izzy really had to be careful for it because mm -hmm. he could could have gotten hurt. And those are the most exciting fights. The most exciting fights. Styles make fights. Absolutely, but the most exciting fights have at least one guy with power. Because mm. no matter how badly he's getting beaten, you know it's he one, one punch. punch away. That's Deontay Wilder's appeal. That's mm. it. That's why we loved heavyweights. The casual fan goes, I don't know what's going on with all this yeah. hugging the and kicking. Sweet science is one thing. That's what for me. Gets everyone's attention. That's for me. I yeah. love sweet science. Exactly. I love it. But the casual fan loves to watch going, it takes one. Mm -hmm. It takes one to get you out of here, and that will sustain five rounds yeah. of action. That's what happened with Fury and Wilder, right? Yeah, that's Wilder's what that fight was. So getting he his took, ass kicked and then just bang. One time. Wilder and took, his hard, he took his hardest shit and then he got back up. And mm -hmm. he even looked at him like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're saying Fury <laughs> took Wilder's Fury hardest. Fury took yeah, Wilder's, yeah. Wilder's but, hardest hit. But 100%, we will watch every single Wilder fight after that because we know even if he's getting whooped for 11 rounds, yeah. it go. takes one. Yep. Mm. It takes fucking one. Anyway, so shouts to Izzy, man. Fantastic. Congrats, my weekend, brother. Man. Keep fuck, Dude, it was so... He's only gonna get, it's only gonna get bigger, bro. I was impressed. I was so him. impressed, man. I was just so so proud. It's you love to see people dig deep. And tell Bones he don't want the smoke. Nah, I tell nah, Bones nah. he don't want the smoke. Nah, nah. See, Bones, that's Bones talk, getting smoke. People like people that are talking about like, oh, yo, you know, he, John beats everybody. He's <laughs> and I'm a huge Johnny Bones fan. Right. But you can't measure what's in here, bro. No. You can't measure what's in here. If they meet at some weight class somehow, it's it's gonna be a hell. Is of he fight. taking Bones out? Uh, how I far think, apart are they? They're similar in age. No, 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 uh, no. Wait, wait, oh, wait. wait. Uh, John Bones light heavyweight, twenty uh, pounds. Yeah. I think it's eight, one eighty-five and two. Huge it's a difference. lot. It is. It is a big difference. Mm -hmm. It's a massive difference. What I would say is that uh, stylistically speaking, 
this is not the worst fight for Izzy, for for Jones, right? Height, they're probably around the same height. It'd just be size. I wouldn't do this fight if I'm Izzy now. I would let Izzy potentially grow into his body more, even though he's he's not young. But, like, be comfortable putting on weight. You don't have to fight to cut weight. Grow into a little bit more weight. Like, the biggest issue with Max Holloway against Dustin Poirier is he didn't put on any muscle. He went up 10 pounds in weight, but didn't put on any any muscle. Right, right. So this guy Poirier, who beat him the last time when they were at 145, he went up 10 pounds in what looked like all muscle. Right. Right? So it's like if you gain weight for a fight, you have to do it appropriately. So yeah. if you're Izzy, you yeah. take another fight before Jones, try to gain five pounds of muscle for that one, and then try oh, to gain another he's gonna, I think he'll take four fights before Jones. Okay. I think that's a long game. I think he's got to clear out some more middleweights. There's a bunch of other middleweights that are there. Right. He's got to fight this winner. Because he guy. does think really far in advance. Yeah, he is. I'm, yeah. I bet you he is. Yeah. And I think that if I'm being smart about it, I fight Jones on his decline. Oh, yeah. And then that's a passing of the torch. Right. So let Jones have a few more wars, a few more battles. You get Whitaker out of here. You beat up a couple more middleweights. You become the greatest UFC middleweight in history. And then you make the super fight between you and John Jones. This is maybe four or five fights down the mm-hmm. down the line. And, and you just slowly build muscle to that point? That's what I would do. I mean, there's a world where, remember, he's at 185, right? Khabib's at, what, 170? Yeah. There's uh, a world where that fight could happen. Very true. And to be honest, that might be a harder fight because Khabib is an expert at a part of the game that Izzy is not. Hmm. Right? Izzy is an expert striker. Right. Right? And he has learned later in his career jujitsu, mm-hmm. wrestling, and and the ground techniques. Submissions. Right. Submission yeah. techniques, right? When he almost got gasoline out of here with a couple. Yeah. But um but whereas John Jones, if Izzy goes in there with Jones, and they're both striking at each other, it, you're going to see two elite strikers go at each other. It's going to be the dream. That's yeah. the dream fight every single time. It's like a fucking Avatar fight. Real talk. <laughs> so it's going to look like Street Fighter. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally Street Fighter. That's what we're going to watch. Mm. Right. So, whereas Khabib is like, is he going to get him on the ground? How is he going to be able to manage that? It's just going to be like, is it going to be boring, et cetera. Right. right. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Um, do we want to talk about anything else before we, before we get out of here? What else we got? Um, the other topics I had written down are Durant and Beverly, Dame Time, Walton, and the Kings, and then Thrones if we want to talk about it. Okay. But I feel like you might have that covered on Wester Bruce. Luke Walton? So, we got to do that crossover at some point. Oh, absolutely. We got to. Uh, what about, um, okay, so, so Luke Walton gets uh, hired or is about to be hired by the Kings. He's been hired. How's officially been hired. S- Sacramento How did Darren Fox feel about this? You well, he didn't, he didn't pass on him. Right. <laughs> Luke was probably going to go there like, I was like, do more than Alonzo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about that. I mean, the Kings are like set up for amazing success yeah. in the future right now. Like, they were a few games out of the playoffs this year. Is he a good coach though? Because I think who they got out, Yor- how you say his name, Yorger, Yoger, or David, David Yorger. Coach- yeah, mm. I think he's a good coach. It's, a, it's. I think he's the wrong coach for the Kings. Who, Luke? Yeah. So here's my thing, right? Here's my here's my here's my thoughts on that. <sighs> Wouldn't do it. Well, Luke. When he was coaching, when he was interim coach for the Warriors, he's a great coach. Yeah. When he's there with the Lakers, with a young coach. team, now it's so like now you're not a good coach. Now, now all of a sudden you're not a good exactly. I think so, that his style, he is a style of coaching that fits a certain player set, and I don't think what player set up and down, up and no 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 no, uh, ball movement offense without a dominant ball heavy point guard. Mm. So the Warriors, the Warriors. 
right? So Steph will Anybody bring the ball up. The Say what? That was my whole thing. Well, I think Mike that, Brown coached uh, the Warriors. Sure. <laughs> Anybody can go towards absolutely. That being said, uh, the reason why he struggled with Lonzo is because Lonzo, to be effective, needs a ball in his hands. Right. Right? And you can run him up and down, but he needs the ball in his hands. He needs to make sure it happen. You have a guy named Darren Fox mm-hmm. on the Kings, right, who is incredibly effective up and down, but also has elite speed that you want to run pick and roll on. You probably want the, the fastest, ball in his hands. Probably the fastest guy on the ball with the league. That's it. Ball, so yeah. you want the ball in this guy's hands. Let him shake shit up offensively. And if you just do this offense where you completely mitigate the advantage that he has with his speed by keeping mm. him off the ball, he's not that good a shooter. Yeah. It's like I, I don't think it's the right fit. Here's my thing. Outside of the Dallas Mavericks, the Sacramento Kings were like my favorite league pass team this year. Okay. Like – they're fun, they're young, not a lot of expectations, and I think they're maybe like a piece or two away from being like... Legit. Legit. I wouldn't say contending, I won't say I'll make some noise in the West. They'll right. be legit with like one or two more pieces. Fox, Buddy Heald, who a lot of people don't talk about, Bagley. who's an elite scorer. Right. Bagley, who's who balled out for a rookie. Willie Coley-Stein, who's like your textbook run, and gun, run up and down center that you need in this league. Right. I really like the Sacramento Kings, man, and I think like if they get one guy, like I don't know, if, I don't know what the you cap think situation Luke is. The is. right guy, though. I think he's a player's coach. I think he's a player's coach. Like, I think I think he got dealt a pretty shitty hand with the uh, with the whole LeBron situation and trading for Anthony Davis and like that's just. Does a player's coach thing. make young players better? I would feel like a player's coach would be good with a veteran team mm. who kind of knows what they're doing. Mm. I don't know mm. if I'd want a player's coach for a team that needs coaching. You know what I mean, like they need yeah. coaching. Yeah. They need a vet they can respect, not someone who just got walked all over in L.A. Because word goes around between players, mm-hmm. and players are going to find out that he was just walked all over in L.A., mm. and they're not going to respect him. I mean, I you think— You know who I might rather have, even though I don't like him, Ooh. for the for two years? Tibbs. Mm. Two years. Oh, these no. Kids, these kids can put on minutes for two years, mm. and they'll learn the game, and then get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> you want to know who I think—and I, I don't think it's a bad decision, but you know who I think it would be the perfect coach for the Kings? Who? D'Antoni. I think oh, yeah. I think if you give D'Antoni to the Kings, of course they're not going to win at all, but he's going to inflate all of their egos and inflate all of their confidence. And inflate all their stats. <laughs> inflate, well, yeah, 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 because of that, right? Yeah. So it's like every player on that team is going to think that mm. they're a baller, right? and mm. thinking like you're a baller, like we know from Kyle Lowry, is a vital part of success. Yeah. Right? And, uh, I mean, I would just love to see what D'Antoni schemes with Darren Fox. Are you kidding me? High screen and roll? Yeah. Right. The D'Antoni system? It's Oh, my God. Uh, if, if it's a fast-paced system and you got the fastest guy in the league. And you have the, the what's-his-face, who was a knockdown shooter in college, and now he's starting to Buddy feel Heald. himself. Buddy Heald. Imagine Buddy, Buddy Heald just hoisted. He's hooping. He's a baller, yeah. So give him D'Antoni? Mm-hmm. Like, let's go, man. You get rid of uh, Josh Jackson or whatever that kid's name is. Kid from they, Carolina. Yeah, who's yeah, trash. They traded Josh Jackson, didn't they? He's a Maverick. Oh, they traded him? Yeah, he's, they? They he got was, him out of there? He's in the oh, trade okay. for Harrison Barnes. Light-skinned kid? Right, right. Yeah. Also, they do yeah. have Harrison Barnes on the Kings. Oh, I, like I like that. I like that. I like that. Harrison yeah. can work on a yeah. D'Antoni. All I'm saying is that's the guy for the Kings. Mm-hmm. For me. Right. That's who I would go with. I heard uh, Vladi was trying to consolidate power, and that's why he got Yorker out of there. And that's Ooh. Zach Lowe tweeted something like this, like, I don't know. I just know he seems like a pretty good coach, and this is what the Kings do. They get something promising, and then they fuck it up. <laughs> this is just what they do. Can't relate. That's Did a Knicks you, fan. Uh, <laughs> never seen that before. You never had the first half. You never had the <laughs> true, promising part. True, true. You're right. Did you, uh, th- I don't think this is on the list. One. Did you guys see the uh, the Derrick Rose documentary no. this past week? Good. 
Powerful shit. Really? Powerful shit. Why? What's man. up? Talk to me. So uh, they pretty much they chronicled D-Rose, like not just like as a basketball story, but like what he means to, like the city of Chicago with, right. with Benji. Like if you see like the Benji documentary, the thirty on, for thirty. On 30, for 30 I saw that. This is almost Benji. like the uh, uh, Who's Benji? Benji Wilson, Chicago high school, high school, like shot. phenom got shot. Yeah, shot uh, and killed, whatever, and then. This is almost like the sequel to that. Okay. So, like, uh, you know, Derrick Rose went to the same high school as Benji. He was seen as, like, the next fucking okay. guy. He actually made, makes it out, actually plays for the Bulls, cooks, all this other shit. And, like, it was all this, like, economical shit that was they were talking about with Chicago and him, whatever. Right. My thing is they got the actual moment he gets the news that he's being traded to New York mm. on camera. It is one of the most gut-wrenching shits I've ever seen in, like, the history of, like, sports media. Why? Why? Just, like, seeing just how much, like, because they, they kept going back and forth with, like, his injuries and like, how much he wanted to come back. And you could kind of tell, like, with his brothers or whatever, they were kind of trying to rush him back. If they would have done, if the Bulls would have done, like, the Porzingis thing and came out the gate like, yo, yep. Derrick Rose is not playing this year. That's on Tibbs, too. Tibbs. It, was, it was on Tibbs. Yeah. Yep. It was on Rose's brother, who was just like, oh, no, he's not going to sit out. He'll be back. Yada, right. yada, yada. Like, he wasn't right. Those right. first two years, he wasn't right yet. Right. And it was, uh, they got they got the footage right here when he, when he finds out exactly when he gets traded. Right. And if anybody ever fucking wants to give LeBron shit, wants to give any player shit for not having loyalty to a franchise or loyalty to something right. like that. And this is a guy from that city. Right. Well, just 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 watch this shit, man. Can we watch this? What is this on? Uh, uh stadium. Is this YouTube? No, it's somewhere else. Okay. It's on a uh, stadium. You guys can talk over here. Yeah. Has he found out yet? So this is him finding out. He's trying to get in touch with uh BJ Armstrong, his agent. And, like, he's trying to film a documentary about how much he means to the city of Chicago. Oh, no. <laughs> he's limping. A big separation. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Bro, waterworks. What's up, B? Oh, boy. You won. Wow. Oh, boy. Jesus. This cameraman, this fucking sociopathic <laughs> cameraman. Look at yes. this cameraman. Wow. That's, That's you, Al. About. That's you. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Is he crying? Yeah. Yeah. And then he just goes back and was like, yo, I'm good. Let's talk. Let's do it. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Man, I feel bad. Oh man, bro. Yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. This is it's a hard watch, bro. And oh, when, yeah. he, when he goes back oh, into yeah. the to, wow. to talk to the camera, yeah. It's a hard watch, bro, cuz you could like his face is swollen like you could see it. Face looks like his knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, all right, cut this, cut this, cut this, Jesus. If you okay, so at least keep get, on going. If you at least get to when he's, uh, oh, oh, oh. When, so he, when he goes and sits back down. It's fast not, forward it's not to when he sits far back down. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. He's back. <laughs> mm -hmm. What? 
doing? What? It's not how y'all eat bananas, Why bro. Why do you like it's corn in the cob? No, I mean like it's watermelon. <laughs> Ed asked, he had two bananas on the table before he started filming. Ed was like, do you want to move the bananas? And Schultz very adamantly was like, no! <laughs> and now I know why. I don't know how y'all eat bananas. This is how I eat bananas. <laughs> Somebody's going to make a montage of all the different ways he's made bananas over the years. <laughs> Content, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, let's go. Oh, fuck, man. Wow. Wow. Um, Jeez. Really just put, um, tell me to prepare myself. Fuck. You really got to watch this Oof. whole documentary. It, it is. It is. It is. It is great. It's fantastic. It seems too sad. I mean, there's sad parts, yeah, but like. Then they get to like when he comes back to Chicago, it's mm-hmm. a Timberwolf, and he drops fifty. For the, like it's it's when he dropped the fifty in Chicago. Year. No, 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 no. When he oh. dropped fifty this year, and then when he came back to Chicago, and right. They gave him the big fucking welcome, and he's a free agent this year too. Like I thought he, he resigned to the Timberwolves. No, he's a free agent uh, at the end of this year. What is the thing here? Can you pause it? Can you pause it? Mm-hmm. So what is the thing about with him and um, Tibbs? No, no, not not Tibbs. Uh, apparently, he was like. It takes him 16 hours to prepare for a game or something. Yeah. Was that in this documentary? Yeah. What was just that like about? like everything he, he goes through to get himself, like, physically ready to, like, you know, as far as, like, loosen up his knee. getting It's like a whole every, day. It's a whole process, bro. Like, he's, he's so dedicated to that shit. Like, and you see why, man. Like, how many people fucking depend on him to be this good, to get back? Like, so many times where you're watching this documentary, he's like, yeah, most docs, if he would have just, like, stopped and retired right here, like, nobody would have blamed him. Like, right. nobody would blame him, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, getting to the point where he finally fucking grows and becomes, like, a father and shit. And, you know, they, they show him, like, going to New York and, like, Just when he fucking... Just tell me who do I blame. <laughs> I, I'm tired honestly, of this. Honestly, like, That's his, all I need to know. Who his do brother's got to take a lot His brother's got to take a lot of the injuries. His brother's got to take a lot of the heat for that. His brother's got to take a lot of heat really? for that. Really? Like, if they would have... If he was in any other organization where... His brothers don't get that much leeway because it's, it's the Roses, it's Chicago, whatever. Right. Like, you know, if they were just like, if they did how they did Porzingis, it was like, yo, he's not playing this year. He's right. sitting. And you got to remember, like, the Bulls were fucking, they were, they were knocking on the door of the finals. Like, when the Heat were the fucking Heat. Yeah. Right. Like, took them to the limit and all that shit. Right. So they were all just expecting D-Rose to bring him back and just put him over the top. So they just never just said, yo, he can't go. Right. So when he came back... Still not as fast, not as elusive, not as quick, you know. And it was it was rough. It was rough for him, man. But if you can, man, go check that documentary out. It's it's incredible. It's sad at times. It's really fucking sad at times. But it's really fucking good. If we're talking about like human. T- if you're talking about human triumph, like fucking getting tested to your limits, like this is that shit right there, yo. Yeah. That shit was mad touching, bro. Fucking D-Rose. Anyway, I hope he gets a contract. We'll see if he gets something. I hope he comes back to Chicago. I hope they make that right, man. Like, Whoa. they got money. They got Whoa. a little money to spend. He's not an expensive player to sign right now. Like, you love that full circle shit. You can kind of get Melo back here. Fuck I think Melo. Yo, if you. Yo, I bet. With Zion. That's not full Katie. circle. That's like a guy burns down your house, you rebuild it, and then you invite him back in to live with you. <laughs> 
That's not full circle. But you don't think that's stupidity repeating itself with the with the with the banana boat crew him. with the. For nice. he knows not what he does. Forgiveness, bro. <laughs> yeah, forgiveness from Mello. afar. No, I'm I forgive saying, Mello, that's what man. Jesus was saying yeah. to Judas. He was like, "I know you gonna fuck me." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive Mello, bro. If Mello could come back not as the number one guy, come off the he bench, can. he can't do that. He can't. As a, how, how do you not know? What do you mean? He's been humbled. No way. Humbled, bro. This whole year when nobody would pick him up. If he comes home Where's to Where's the soundbite of Mellow saying, I'm so humble right now? Listen. Still Mellow. Remember that ad campaign? Still, we don't, We need you to not be still Mellow. Give me, if if KD. Stop it, please. Kyrie and, Cass, and Zion. Please stop it. Please stop it. Please. I know that you really believe in this. If but they get any form of those three. Honestly, any, as a the guy last who doesn't The person want, that you want around a rookie is Carmelo Anthony. But he's not the franchise. He won't be the no, guy No, 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 no. Just his energy, his very energy, <laughs> the attitude he has about the game. Uh. The last thing that you want to inception into your young players is anything Mellow-esque. Hold on. I think people can change, bro. You're a fucking psychopath. This is infuriating. people can change, bro. He was on the Rockets. Yeah. He was what, the third option? Yeah. What happened after two weeks? They Hi. sucked. It wasn't his Why? fault. Why? Why? Was it his fault? What are they now? What happened as soon as they cut him? They did very well. They did very well. And why didn't they keep him? He's not the main option. Because this is not WWE. Okay? <laughs> this is <laughs> a real <laughs> fucking deal. Okay? You can't script Listen. out how it's going to... Would it be a great script? Yeah. Is it going to work out? No. I think Melo needs one last run on the Knicks. The problem with Melo is he can't run. So that that, <laughs> that alone is what's going to stop He's him from being on a team. He's a doing nothing. This was the time you should have re-signed him when you're tanking. Melo didn't the have organic muscle. Tank with Mello. When he played every single game, yeah. okay, <laughs> he took a year off. What do you think he's gonna look like now? He's gonna look like Mero. He's gonna look like Lala. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's how they're gonna pronounce his name in China, where he'll be playing oh. next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys um this has been another episode of flagrant two no easy buckets thank y'all for listening patreon we'll see y'all next uh we'll see y'all friday. friday we'll see y'all friday so make sure y'all if you want to oh, join shit, up on right. our army come fuck with us patreon.com slash uh flagrant two we got to set up a new goal for when we come up on 6k 6,000 patrons because we're steadily approaching but we we fuck with y'all so much thank you to asshole army member that came and shot the for us uh in cleveland what was my man's name who came and, and filmed damn al but uh yo you know who you are thank you so much for showing up uh shouts to my man vince another asshole army member that was going to pick us up from the airport but club already had arranged some shit but you know we try to do whatever we can to empower y'all so let's keep that going man keep empowering yourselves and uh let's keep creating this fucking incredible content man I i'm very excited for the new shit that we got going on make sure you check out all the live shows all the podcasts and all the things check out cause cause and effect yes, every sir. single week yep, on yep, uh, yep. on revolt um and yeah, man, let's let's cook up some some amazing amazing shit. We'll see y'all Friday. Oh man, and I have I have a nice announcement on the. Uh, I should probably just say it now. What's that? I'll be yes. doing play by play for the Jordan Brand Classic this okay. weekend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, sir. So on Twitter, uh, it's not gonna be on ESPN this year, but they'll do a uh, live Twitter. Uh, feed on on the sports channel. Okay, and, bet. Uh, you know, I'll be calling all the high school all Americans, the Cole Anthony's of the world, all the big time college signees for next, the future NBA stars. I'll be doing my first play by play commentary. Amazing, yo! Big, big future life, ahead so for Kaz. So I'm really excited. If about you that. thought that he was late and didn't show up to episodes, now <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get serious. It's about to get real late, bro. Anyway, I people call my people. So we cooking, man. <laughs> so let's support Kaz. Watch that shit. Tweet about it. Yes, if you if you don't watch just tweet tweet yo cat's killing it on this jordan thing yep, that's yep, the only yep. reason i'm Sir. watching uh again 
Asshole Army. Keep it tight. Thank y'all. We'll see you in a couple days. Peace. God bless.